What kind of nonsense is this? It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest man. Season up. 
I look out my window What do you think I see And when I look in my window So many different people to be Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another brand new episode of Untitled Nonsense. My name is Josh Fawner. I'm joined, as always, by Tycho. Tycho, how are you today? What a deal. I'm liking that one. I'm going to... No, no. Can't keep it. Damn it. Hashtag find Tycho's intro. <laughs> what it do. I've used that several times with a friend of mine. I thought we, we always want to do. <laughs> Well, there, 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 there's his intro. Uh, you stole his intro before I even introed him. Damn. My intro's gone. Did you know? Did I Did die? you know deep down? No. Somewhere? Maybe. No? In his heart of hearts. The emotional connection. It was. We've already bonded to this level. And uh, that random voice. <laughs> another of Tycho's friends, uh, that random voice you're hearing, is uh, JD. JD, how are you? Doing great. What it do? What it do? That's how you do it, by the way. What okay. it do? Okay. Thanks for showing me up, man. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Glad you're here for your first time and just making me look like an idiot. Don't worry. Uh, I do a good enough job on my own every time we get on this podcast. <laughs> I won't be here all night for the next 30 minutes, and I will be humiliating him. <laughs> be ready. <laughs> so a lot of crazy shit has happened this week, and not just political stuff. I, I want to get off of political stuff. Because, I mean, we're, we're winding down on this election anyway. Thank you. God, we could we could talk we could talk more about how Hillary Clinton has emails because uh, we haven't done Can that we enough. Fucking not. We could talk about how Trump said something offensive. Like we haven't we haven't done that enough. <laughs> Can I haven't we... done any of this, so I'm down. No, <laughs> to talk about those emails. The five people listening <laughs> are tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are. By the way, do I know any of these people? I, I, you might. I might. You might. Because this was my coming out episode, right? This is your coming out episode. Not in that way, but... Well, this because John Bates but, isn't here, and without him, the trifecta of gay is just, uh, you know... Well, it, J.D. might fill in. <laughs> I, Who knows? We'll see, we'll write it out. We'll feel it out. See how it goes. I mean, at this point, if anyone knows, uh, you know, how to use social media, they could easily track down who's friends with Josh Bonner, John Bates, and a guy named J.D. <gasps> it's Ryan Carl. Oh. oh but I am officially out of the military as of tomorrow so whatever but uh you know my my point of view has no what? merit uh, against my time i thought it was on the anymore. first though so yeah. wouldn't that be tuesday yeah tomorrow tuesday <laughs> 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 we do this podcast live yeah yeah right live yeah 
I wish we still did it. Live. Oh, that's right. My bad. My bad, everybody. My bad. First time, <laughs> rookie, rookie mistake. It's fine. He's a time traveler. I did. I traveled through the times. All of the times. All, All of, of the, the times time. were traveled through to get to this one particular point of that time. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you if if that did not add up to you, that means this podcast will save the world. Mm. And why, the else would he, why, why else would somebody travel in time to come here, JD? Pretty much. I'm just, it's a butterfly effect. I say one right thing. And this is how Gary Johnson gets elected. Exactly. <laughs> I have just set forth into action the Gary Johnson presidency. Now it's called the Gary Johnson effect. The Gary Johnson mm-hmm. effect. The name will be forever changed. We'll coin that. Because of a butterfly flaps its wings, it's now called the Gary Johnson effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what are we talking about? <laughs> Jack Chick. Jack Chick. Mr. Yeah. Chick. He's uh he's dead. Rest in peace. Ripping pepperonis. Rips. He yeah, he he died. Uh Mr. Chick, if you don't know who he is, he of the uh hateful Christian and I use the term Christian loosely in his case. I, I use the word hateful loosely. He was just a man of moral character. <laughs> You've got a point over there. You've got a point. Dubious moral character. I mean, he's on par with some of the greatest cartoonists to ever live. Truly Up a there legend. With Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby is rolling in his graves for that reference. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> right now, Jack Kirby is probably beating the shit out of him. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> So yes, uh Jack Chick of the uh of the infamous Chick Tract. The um I, I, I'll tell you what, I used to when I was growing up, um a young Christian boy in New Hampshire, we used to go to uh Christian bookstores all the time. And um back in a little corner of the Christian bookstore, hanging on a wall, they would have like one of those organizer things that had all the little chick tracks in them. Really? And I used to sit in the corner, and I was probably like ooh, seven, eight years old. I used to sit in the corner while my mom was browsing all the Christian living books and that kind of thing and read the chick tracks, and it would scare the living fuck out of me. So would you say that thanks to Jack Chick, uh, he inspired your love for comic books? I, uh, I I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he inspired my love for. Uh, I he might have turned me goth. <laughs> he might have did turned he, me goth. Did he at a young age? Did you become suddenly scared of boners? <laughs> <laughs> and the and the devil spirit making them rise. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I had never heard of this guy until he died. Really? Yep. Had you heard of the chick tract before he died? No. Seriously? Never, never made it into my circles, I guess. Wow. I had enemy. forgotten, I'm not going to lie, I had forgotten about him, but what I didn't realize, like, I was familiar with the cartoons. I just did not know them as chick tracks. They were just, like, horrible Christian cartoons. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, he died, and I'm like, that was him. Okay, well then, the world just became a brighter place. That's horrible <laughs> to say. I don't wish death upon anyone. Except for him. Except for him. <laughs> but he is gone now, and probably better off at this point. Uh, I mean, I, it, I, it's I, really I, rough to say that, I know, but, like, it's... Well, I read that his uh, his team, creative, I don't know, publishers, yeah. are going to continue <laughs> creative, on... Creative, oh, using yeah. the term <laughs> loosely. Using the term loosely. They're going to continue on with the same vision and same uh, message. 
going forward. I didn't forward. even know they kept putting out new ones. Like, what is there? Well, I suppose. I, I like, believe they are. As long as there are, like, cell phones and computers and ways the devil can trap people, I suppose Facebook. there are ways the chick Facebook traps. games. Yeah, that's ooh, true. Ooh, Farmville, you're mm. farming the devil. Selling your soul for that patch of land. <laughs> That's not entirely inaccurate, though. <laughs> it's not. It really is not. That, That's why that, I never sold yeah. my soul to it. If you're going to go for that, you trade up and you play something better. <laughs> Mafia Wars. Oh, did mm, I just there you go. myself? <laughs> is Mafia Wars even still a thing? I don't, I don't even know, although I did like used to play it every fucking that was, day. I hated that. It was like, oh, go friend request 800 people. I'm like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I want to talk to two people. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my three friends, and that's it. <laughs> I had some random friend, Abdu Amik Shamar, <laughs> just so that way I could get my fancy car in Mafia Wars. And I'm like, who is this guy? I don't know. I think I can add him now that I'm out of the military. Maybe. <laughs> but can you had to disavow all knowledge once you went all in. All knowledge of anyone named Abu. <laughs> all your 7-Eleven contacts went bye-bye. <laughs> Fun story. <laughs> oh, uh -oh. When, when, uh, when I did join, I had to admit to smoking weed, mm -hmm. um, and then I had to admit to who I smoked it with, and either tell them, yeah, no, they have changed their ways and they no longer smoke weed, or yeah, no, no, and it was people that I didn't care about, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I they their their path uh, in life is just a sad, sorry, dark one filled with the, <laughs> filled with the marijuana. I had to delete them off of Facebook. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Anyone that injects the marijuanas must be purged. Uh. <laughs> purged from my wall. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, um, so yeah, the you know, Jack, with Jack Chick dying, maybe we won't have as many anti-Christian, you know, anti-Halloween tracks coming out. I know they said they're going to keep, yeah, keep doing the tracks, but maybe there won't be as many anti-Halloween things coming out of Christianity, which is good. Yeah. Because that was one of the big things that my mom was against. I wasn't allowed to do Halloween. You as a goth weren't allowed to do Halloween. I wasn't allowed to be goth mm. until I was 18. No. Mm. Like, my mom didn't know I was goth. Like, I didn't buy my first eyeliner until I turned 18. Well, you didn't live. I know! Like, like at 16, or maybe at 17, I bought uh, eyeliner condoms and a toby keith cd at walmart <laughs> mm. you don't want to know what i bought at 16 that's a hell of a party over there uh, you knew toby me at keith. that time <laughs> <laughs> i did eyeliner condoms and toby keith that's that's that you you either are gay or a girl ah uh, you know <laughs> both <laughs> i was in theater does that count for anything <laughs> a little gay okay gay. got it <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to, to, to do Halloween and I wasn't allowed to be, I told my mom, like, I think I'm goth. I think, I think I like identify most with goth. She's like, no, you don't, is don't a, say that. Is that something you're born with or, or is it a choice? I'm born this way, baby. Yeah. Mm. Is it, is it, Put embrace it. Up. Is it, oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Lady Gaga reference. That's a Lady Gaga. For those of you not fans of Lady Gaga. Clearly I am. I'm gay, so. Gay. <laughs> I think I just outed myself too, so. That's fine. Yeah. We have really, really Nothing. nice and attractive beards, though. <laughs> <laughs>
Although I, I think I'm just a lipstick too. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> JD's sitting over here like, well, what is going oh on? I'm no, it took me it took me way too long to realize beard. I was like, wait, mm, beards. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> JD's like, Josh doesn't have a beard. What's I'm still trying on? to wrap my head around lipsticks right now. I'm not <laughs> it's the lesbian equivalent. Oh gosh, that, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. This is all clicking now. All right. My wife does listen to this podcast sometimes and gets maybe to around the 10-minute mark. Have we been talking for at least 10 minutes? Yeah, we're we're about 12 minutes now, so she's... Cool. She turned Excellent. off. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> for the best. I'm not telling anyone I know. I might. <laughs> I'm going to share it on your wall. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Halloween, University of Florida. Yeah. Did you hear, did you hear what they're doing? Uh, one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard of is what they're doing. <laughs> Listen, okay, I am tolerant to a fucking fault sometimes. I have been called an SJW by more people. I have lost more friends this year than any year in my fucking life because I've been called an SJW. And this is the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> the dumbest fucking thing. That I can think of. Somebody dressed as a clown and it gave me PTSD from when that clown it's touched me. It's not even that. Trigger. They're, they're, it's, it's because of shit like, oh, I'm, I'm Native American and they wore a headdress and now I'm oh, offended. Oh, wow. Cultural I appropriation. Did, I did not read that far into it. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need counseling because they wore Native American headdress and... I'm Native American and I'm offended and So my wife and I were talking about this today actually. Yeah. And and, and I'm you know as 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 three pri- privileged white males that we are. Right, of course. What can they dress as to represent us? And she brought up like maybe like you know a pop belly and, and a, a stained t-shirt and we're like, "Oh, my beat my wife and kids." But she's like, "But that's not even white. That's country." Like, how do you culturally appropriate uh you could dress up in a blue military uniform and carry around what looks like a native american's head that's true that's not offensive at all to me <laughs> that's, that's, See, you can't just offend me. that's just that's just celebrating our history <laughs> but yeah this is it's totally ridiculous because yeah, like i want to study psychology myself and there is this thing where if you give like if you counsel people for something as ridiculous as this like it's an actual triggering event with ptsd and so many implications you're empowering them to have a real issue when there isn't one so so they're doing it for attention now and you by offering the counseling you're saying they could be triggered to an actual condition yeah like they could actually start to think that they need to be triggered by the fact that someone wore a stupid costume so like actual histrionic personality disorder like yeah like you like (laughs) before this before this halloween there might be some people there who were like oh someone dressed up as a seminal whatever but now they're like i have i have native american heritage and i find this so offensive and they're counseling me i maybe i do have a problem and now all of a sudden they're gonna have like serious moments because they think they need to be having an issue with it and i just think that's that's so stupid like i understand if like oh wow uh six people just got shot right in front of you yeah right provide some counseling (laughs) like holy crap that is definitely a huge moment and there's Sir, I I I, just, I, I saw understand. six people shot and, Suck and it my up. pants just fell down and I masturbated. Is there something wrong with me? 
<laughs> no, slow down. Tell me more. <laughs> just sitting over there in the corner. This um, is real serious. This is real difficult to masturbate to him. <laughs> um, Challenge accepted. Challenge oh, oh, accepted. Like, I couldn't even understand, like, if if there was an incident where a bunch of people went in blackface and you Yeah, a, well, that was the other problem. thing. I said, like, if you're wearing a, a, a kimono and, like, have the – or the geisha dress, is that called a kimono? It's the same thing, right? Am I just a the, racist, the, uh, ignorant asshole? The kimono is the robe. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they did the face paint. Does that add a new layer? Is that now racist? What? Like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Which, which costume are you talking about? Like, uh... like if they, they dress up as a geisha girl. You know, they did a – I read another article about this. I'm sorry. We're going to have to find these no, articles sometimes. Yeah. But um, they Bear did an article by. about that. The Japanese people that – you know, when they were talking about the kimonos, mm-hmm. they said American Japanese people were extremely offended by white people wearing kimonos. But the actual Japanese people in Japan were like, no, that's sharing our culture. Why not? Right. But we should show them how to wear it and share it, and then yeah. we're all one people. Right. I don't think wearing the like, kimonos is a big deal. But no, like, but even but the geisha, the- they actually provide over there a thing where you can go dress in – Face paint and everything. Be a geisha. Hmm. And oh, they, like, so the face paint even. Yeah, the whole the whole deal. You can do the whole thing. Be a geisha for a day. It's a whole package. Oh, well, that proves my and point. And most right. of them are like, you know, it's it's about culture. When you do it, you learn more about it. You appreciate it more. Yeah. But it, if you just ban it and say you're not allowed to do it, you're not Japanese. Like well, that's, that's why like that separates you and that creates racism in itself. That's why I think that even, I can I can absolutely see if uh, if if there is a culture that is like. Well, you know, we, we're trying to share it. That's a different story than if, uh, than if like, even Native our, Americans are like, well, it's war paint. That's for a different use than what you're using it for. Don't do that. Well, I mean, Geisha, we're also assassins. I mean, well, that could okay. be, I don't know. Well, I guess, I mean, the war paint, I guess you could say it's cultural appropriation. But also it is, yeah. Because, I mean, to a Native even, American that understands it would be like, you do realize you're painted up to go kill people. Like, that's... <laughs> That's kind of, but that's also a moment where you shouldn't say that's ours. Don't do it. You should walk up to them and say, you know, that's about killing people. I don't really think you should do well, a different thing face thing. Is, you should do something else. But, I, but I dressed up as is, Michael Myers for Halloween, and I, I'm intending to go out. Like, well, I'm not. Well, the thing of it is, Native people, American but... tribes, Native this American tribes actually say don't do that shit, yeah. as opposed to Japan, Japan yeah. saying sharing this with yeah. us well, well my wife had brought up a point because we, we go to the conventions and stuff and we see people dress up as everything and you mm-hmm. know we, we've seen you know black girls doing harley quinn which is absolutely fine yeah absolutely but in my wife's mind <clears throat> she's gonna get really upset when moana comes out she said mm. i understand i understand that i'm being ridiculous but when i start to see all these girls at comic cons dressing up as moana these white girls dressing up as moana I'm going to be a little bit upset because this is the first thing I get to look up to, the the character I get to have as a Hawaiian. I understand that. And now everyone's just going to be copying it. <clears throat> Harley Quinn's one thing. That's not racially – It's not well, a because racially it's, because it's character. A, because it's white. But though. Moana is a Disney princess soon. Mm-hmm. But she's the Hawaiian – I, I guess it's uh, – what's, what's the girl but I thought from? She was, no, she's Polynesian. Yeah. That's not Hawaiian. Yeah. You silly. But it's <laughs> – Silly boy. It's the same the same mythos as the the Hawaiian mythos. One of their islands is named after the Rock's character. Come on, man. <laughs> but I uh, know named Dwayne. I mean, they have they have cultural similarities. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there's Kauai, there's Maui, there's uh, Jabroni, Oahu, Oahu, Jabroni, <laughs> and Dwayne. And those are the islands in Hawaii. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm there getting, they are. I'm getting hit for that today. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I guess if a culture says, please don't do this particular thing, then because it has you know, a certain significance, like obviously I wouldn't want to do something that was like, you don't want to dress up as, well, no, I can't even say that. Well, then what's the intention of you dressing up too? Because I think thing, intent definitely plays a big part. Well, I think yeah, if, if you know that they don't want you to do it and you go ahead and do it anyway, you're just being an ass. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. blackface. Blackface is a great example of that. Mm. You know what the fuck you're doing if you do blackface. But what about? And you know they don't want you to do it. Exactly. You and know black people don't want that, you to do it. And, and I believe putting on blackface, there's no way that you're doing that to show your appreciation. Exactly. It is it is mockery. It's minstrelsy. Whereas period. you see the, the Moawari. Mo, fuck you, Moana. Say that one. Maori oh. warriors. Um, oh, those you have you even in New Zealand. You have white guys that dress up at it uh, as it for remembering their friends. The intent is to honor their their friends. It's not to mock them. It's not to make a joke. I do think intent does does play part of it. So yeah. it, 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 there is an intent versus impact. But what is Halloween? Is, is the intent to be comical? Is the intent to be scary? Is there is the intent there's to part, be unique? Yeah, there's the thing there. The intent is is different. So If I so, put on a fat suit, and that, this isn't making fun of you, but in, in all honesty, but, if I put on a fat suit for not being a like fat bastard or an actual character i just put it on and be like oh i dressed up as fat me this is that kind of fat shaming is that mockery to you if you dressed up as fat I'm a, you I'm a with skinny, just i'm a skinny straight white guy like i got nothing to be offended by i have way too much privilege <laughs> <laughs> i'm oozing privilege it's great don't get me wrong i love my privilege but don't take it away from me <laughs> <laughs> What? You don't feel like your privilege is being taken away? Hashtag all lives matter. Wait, no. Get back to my people. No. What? <laughs> what? You're not, you're not enraged and offended by your privilege being by 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 it being taken away by things being taken away from you by people also wanting man? equal privileges. Oh man, look at me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I should be more offended by things, but. <laughs> I'm so offended right now. So offended. <laughs> my no, privilege, but, but... my privilege is being trampled. <laughs> Would that upset you if I did that though? I mean, but we're friends. What if it was some random dude you saw? He was like, "I'm fat me for Halloween." It, it's it's it wouldn't offend me, but it's it'd just be stupid. But I mean, because I don't get offended. Like offended isn't a word in my vocabulary. Well, that's true. Like it's it's just it's stupid like there's there's so many better costumes to be <laughs> yeah it's 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 why would you do that and it's almost kind of because it's funny it's almost like a douchey stupid yeah and it's like you're just kind of being a, a oh no i agree if i saw a dude that was like oh fat me for halloween i'd be like that is. i mean i wouldn't go full <laughs> so out uninventive is yeah. that the, is that what we're going i with? wouldn't put on my war paint and go justice warrior on them you know but i right, kind of yeah. look at them and be like no, you're dumb. And then just like walk away. Like right. yeah, that yeah. dude that dresses up as fat himself at the bars also goes like more shots. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Jager bombs, dude. Yeah. Vote, vote Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you that that I mean that's the that's the thing. I just think University of Florida is 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 going too far and it's stupid. Yeah. To and you, offer counseling for people offended. By incidents so with waste Halloween, of and you should do it as a retroactive thing, not proactively. You don't just sit there and assume everyone's gonna be traumatized by some costumes. Like, right? If it's after the fact, someone like you said earlier, like some like if a group of people ran through as KKK people with like 
fake lynch dolls. All That's right. That's a different there story. There you go. Yeah. Now you come on in I'm, with some counselors I'm and say, yo, my wife yeah, come on in. Let's talk year. about this. Yeah. But not to proactively say it because, oh, we think someone might do something stupid out there. Right. Like this every day something stupid happens. Get over it. America is not a safe zone. Yeah. It's it's this or idea. Safe space. Sorry. Safe space. Well, yeah. It's this idea that is, that is starting to permeate education. Uh, Academia. Well, that scared. College campuses are supposed to be safe spaces entirely. Well, but but I've even seen, you know, thoughts on college teachers where they said before they they would take the stance opposite of the students. If they had a very liberal class, they would take the conservative stance. Not that that was necessarily reflective of their own, but that was teaching them how to debate. Mind you, this was a critical thinking class that they were mm-hmm. teaching. So this is stuff that they had to do. I'm going to give you arguments. You dissect my arguments. Dissect your own arguments. He said over the course of the last 15, 20 years, he's now finding it harder to teach these because he'll take on the conservative stance and all of a sudden I'm offended. I'm reporting you to the the dean. One student's not bad. Two students starts to get like maybe this guy's has a problem. You have three students like that that all complained in the same year about your lesson. Well, clearly the students are the ones paying the money. So so right and and yeah. it's not that they're getting fired, but he's seen his friends get reprimanded. He's seen things happen. Because the schools don't know how to handle it. Right. What do you do? Three people complained about you. Something's got to happen, right? Yeah, and if more and more complaints yeah. start piling up in a fo- in your folder, what the fuck yeah. is the dean public- supposed to do? It went public on Tumblr, and now the media is upset about it, and it's I, half the information of what really happened. But in 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 <laughs> all honesty, I feel bad for the deans. Oh no, yeah, I, I'm because not blaming the deans. Because they they tend to they they have to do something. Yeah, so this is just one of those those knee jerk reactions of like, I mean. Like you said, it should be reaction, but how do we know that last year three or four students didn't come up and complain that I, I you need to send me to counseling because of it and they didn't need it. It's the same yeah, I'm sorry this might get me in trouble with some of our, our gay community members, but the couple that went into the bakery and sued mm-hmm. the woman for not baking the cake, they didn't need to buy a cake from her. They could have right. gone one store over and Agreed. she lost out on money. But instead, no, we have to make a point. We don't know if these students did that last year. Mm-hmm. You didn't offer me counseling because I saw a Native American costume. Well, we need to make a point. We're going to fight up the school board. Agreed. Are there school boards, dean, board of deans, board of directors? They're for-profit mm. colleges. It's kind of – well, UF isn't. UF is public. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it is a public school. Um, but it's kind of an impossible situation for a lot of the administration because, at like, the one hand, you want to keep it academic. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep – open circulation of ideas even if they're bad ideas because that's part of academia Mm -hmm. but as long as they're not hurtful depends on your definition of hurtful kind of define hurt what do you mean like inciting of violence or that kind of thing. well even there there's such a huge gray area but yeah no you shouldn't be leading a rally saying let's go beat the crap out of all the people in building three like yeah no we should probably stop that one right there through the gay building or the black uh i thought it was the gay black building (laughs) but i just totally lost my train of thought on that because now i'm just thinking about a rally to go beat up the gay black building so sorry (laughs) but um but no it's and sometimes they end up having to pander to this small number like you said those three or four people that complained but now with social media those three to four people can gain a voice from people not even at the school don't know the who will just pick up yeah. the torch for them and then suddenly you've got a hundred thousand emails pouring into your inbox and you just want to make it go away and all this and you're getting pressure are... from someone who's higher up saying they don't know the full story either but they're in charge and they're like make it stop 
Yeah. yeah. So you have to make it stop. Someone who's higher up. I bet the Jews did this. You're uh, damn right. It was the Jews. The Are, Jewish mafia. Was it maybe? Maybe it was the Jewish mafia. <laughs> maybe it was. Do we have an expert on the Jewish mafia? I, you, know, I, you know who I? I bet Alex Jones could tell us about this. Oh, I bet. I. I I think he has. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. But he's not against the Jews. Of course not. He's just against the Jewish mafia. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not homophobic. I just don't like gay people. Yeah. yeah. Wait, are you saying all Jews are part of the Jewish mafia? <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. It's a little, little obvious. It's not homophobic, but I think that gay pride parade needs to stop. I'm not racist. <laughs> But I hate gangs. I just don't like niggers. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, I feel uncomfortable now. That bomb just got dropped, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's what—that's the same. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it is. Unless you unless you subscribe to Chris Rock's idea about the difference. And he hates that bit now. Yeah, he does. He wishes yeah, he, does. he never did that bit. Yeah. Because it's used by racists to justify their hate. Their hate of black people. Yeah. He wishes he never did that. Before. I had a feeling when he did that 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 one was going to backfire eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it, but then again, I'm not racist, so it was just <laughs> kind of funny to me, but it was like, yeah, some racist is really going to spin that one to their mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah. Yup. So, yeah, Alex Jones, he's he has come out stating he's that the Jewish mafia runs all this shit. Yeah. Is that like the Amish mafia? I, I was actually going to ask, when are we going to get the Jewish Mafia ETV show? Mm. Or is it on, like, That needs to happen. Now? I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Maybe they're just that secretive. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe the reptilian lords are watching <laughs> over. Like, like, the Jewish Mafia, are they going to make you an offer that's much less than you were expecting? <laughs> I got no good record. That was good on its own. Give you that one, man. Uh I don't even know who even uses the word mafia anymore. Like that's not even really like the Amish. The crime lords now are it's basically it's like the bankers and stuff. It's the people with the crap ton of money and they're legally doing it in the system. That's your crime lords now. You don't have like I don't Tell know. Tell that to the bloods and the crips, man. Wake up with a bunch of borscht in your bed. <laughs> you don't have like Joe Maggiano. I don't know, I'm making up some name that sounds going <laughs> be swimming with the hummus. What? Yeah, swimming with that hummus. <laughs> that mean that's the greek mob right there <laughs> i thought everybody universally agreed on hummus <laughs> yeah but it's mostly great yeah i don't know oh, the, the greek swimming with the, the falafel i don't know <laughs> joey goldberg doesn't get that picture <laughs> oh man uh, alex jones is uh he's, he's had some enlightening comments Besides just this one. What was the one he had last week where he was like crying? He literally cried on his show because the America was being destroyed by the demonic forces. Yeah. And that Hillary yeah. Clinton is literally a reptilian, a reptilian right? yeah. demon thing. Uh-huh. Demon. And he cried. Uh-huh. He cried. <laughs> like a gl- like I can't watch my country uh-huh. do this. Oh. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was just fantastic. Some he's enlightening. I think if you could bottle those tears. And sell them. Oh, they'd probably be so delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feed them to our reptilian overlords. <laughs> we got a guy. That's how they replenish their, their energy sources. <laughs> they feed off the tears. Leave the, the gun, take the concerned. macaroons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tears of Alex Jones. We'll replenish them like no other. Yeah, they lived off of Glenn Beck's tears for so long, but he's turned to the dark side. Mm-hmm. He's the other supporters now. <laughs> 
Now they got Alex oh, Jones. Gosh, you come to back. me on the day of my daughter's bat mitzvah, and you ask me for a favor. <laughs> they don't circumcise the daughters on the bat mitzvah, do they? <laughs> they don't circumcise the daughters at all. Some do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually. Like, that's female genital mutilation. And what this circumcision, the green inferno, man? They, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> they didn't. They're mutilating penises out there. That's, that's genital mutilation. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, wow. Man. We're good at this. So this is we, good. <laughs> so, um, I know we said we weren't going to talk about politics, but we got a little bit of politics stuff. Yeah. Well, we kind of touched on politics. I mean, we talked about Hillary being a demon. We talked about the reptilian true. overlord. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. But I politics. mean, we've already got a case of voter fraud in the 2016 election. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One person voted, wanted to vote twice. One person, one person did vote twice, oh, and she, I hope she did. She did vote twice, and I hope she liked it because she's, she's. I mean, it's going to be the last time she votes once yeah. she gets a class D felony on her record. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she was voting for Hillary Clinton, right? Because it was clearly the liberals that are the target. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? I Hillary hope Clinton? she liked her two votes for mm-hmm. Trump. Oh, oh, she was a Trump supporter. She was. Surprise, surprise. Uh-huh. And you know why she did it? Because the system is rigged. Because the polls are rigged. How does that even exact make sense? quote. The polls are rigged. The polls aren't the election. I'm going to rig it's a poll. the election because the election is rigged. Mm-hmm. You counter-rig it. How's What's that for place? circular reasoning? Um, That's a class A example, actually. <laughs> that is. That is. <laughs> Definition of circular reasoning. Please see circular reasoning. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of perfect. It's just so ridiculous, though. And then all the Trump supporters are probably cheering her on like she's some sort of hero. And yeah, it's they, like, they're no, they're, they're warning about this, and and they're yeah. probably like, no, no, she did the right thing. Yeah, she's doing it because they're doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah? where where's your proof? What is it? We've had like. 18 cases of proven voter fraud in the last 20 years or something. Something like that, yeah. It's insanely low. Yeah, 19 now. And uh, she said she wasn't planning on doing it. It was a spur-of-the-moment thing. How how do you? Not that I'm going to try, but if we can get three votes for Gary Johnson in Florida, (laughs) I might go out of my way. Mm. (laughs) I mean, mean, to be fair, down here, are they really... Are they really even going to stop you? They're going to be like, for him? come on. All right. I mean, considering <laughs> Gary's not going to run in 2020, you might as well get three votes in now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Considering that that's three votes for Gary Johnson in Florida, where it means nothing. <laughs> but will be like, but you if, know, you just want to sit in here all day. But if he gets I'm that sure 5%, guys, you want, buddy. He, just, <laughs> he just needs 5%. 5% needs a major party. <laughs> Let's get him to 5 you want to give him the five? Hashtag believe. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> so I guess that lady, maybe maybe it'll come out later when she says it was spur of the moment that she felt something move within her, that it was the Holy Spirit. Because we all Trump know the spirit of Trump just moved within her. You could say that he grabbed her how old, wait, how old was she? by the pussy. Oh, she's an older lady. Okay, so so it doesn't have the semen of sperm. Uh, semen of Trump <laughs> semen in her. Of Trump. Definitely no. not. No, because look at her. Yeah. Uh, no, he took a grab for the vote. She's not 13 then. No, 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 no. Mm. Definitely not. Uh, he goes on trial for that in December. Yep. December yeah, but that's for just statutory rape. No, let's put him in office before then. That's a great <laughs> idea. Can he pardon himself? He won't be in office December eighth. Doesn't okay. take office till January. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he won't be inaugurated. He won't. He will have Obama zero power. Will pardon him. 
pardon him though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, totally. They're buddies. Sure. They're they're totally down with each other. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Trump though, okay, can we bring up the uh, throwing out one of his own supporters on the rally? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so so Donald, I'm, I just want I'm face palming. So so one. Donald Trump had a, a supporter. The house boy got thrown out of Candyland. Yeah, he he was a black supporter. <laughs> And Trump looked at him and said, "Did they pay you fifteen or fifteen hundred dollars to be here? Get this thug out of here!" <laughs> and the man still, I believe, believes in Trump. Yeah. And his reasoning, because Trump is at least honest, and you can <laughs> I you can hate work, that you can work with an honest man to change his viewpoints, but you can't work with a dishonest person. You can work with an honest man that kicked you out and didn't let you pretend defend your point. Like you didn't even get to say no. I really support you. Like, clearly you how can much work with Trump. how much did he get to work with them <laughs> i mean trump's was, shown, though, sh- trump has shown great listening skills when it comes to his, his advisors to tell him stop making offensive comments because i obviously. mean he's uh, nailed that so far <laughs> oh yeah totally nailed it <laughs> but, i mean in trump's defense though i mean how was he supposed to know that he had any black supporters <laughs> i mean even the people holding the black supporters for trump signs at his camp at his at his rallies have been white yeah have you seen the pictures yeah i've seen that yeah. the i saw the the was this little white lady just like holding up this black oh i saw the i saw thing. the hispanic voters for trump and they were all a bunch of white people no there was a recently a picture he was it was at a trump rally right behind the podium this little old white lady holding up a sign uh black supporters for trump or something like that mm-hmm. and it was a little it was a little old white lady yeah well, at least they didn't say negro supporter trump. <laughs> <laughs> those colored people are voting for Big trump i got Caitlin a sign right over here right? <laughs> we support trump <laughs> negroes making america great again <laughs> oh gosh for that free could... <laughs> for free <laughs> Oh god, I could say so many things. And I'm, oh god. <laughs> so one cotton ball at a time. Just, that's really, how it's it, getting that bad. Three that's just that time. bad. Three <laughs> people say that Trump says it like it is. Like how? What is that really how it is? The, like we can just grab him by the pussy and yeah. pick out our own supporters because we think because that they're is, black that they couldn't possibly support him. That's that's like, how it is. That's it's, exactly how it is. It's mind. like it's like when you open it. Like he was scared because it's like when you open the container of grits and you find a weevil in there. Mm. Are you saying the black <laughs> man is a weevil? <laughs> well, I'm just comparing. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> You can't, you know, you find a little black speck in there. You can't be too sure. <laughs> also, don't eat grit. Just throw it away. Just throw it. Away. We don't even need it. Just throw it away. It's not even point one percent. I mean, this is the guy that said he could. He tells it like it is. He said he could go out in the Times Square, shoot someone, and not lose a single supporter. Sadly, I believe him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that really how it is? I mean, no, he, the guy he kicked out is still his supporter. So yeah, he's not so wrong. I'm pretty sure. He Although, if he did shoot a Trump supporter, technically he did lose one supporter. You're right, he would. Mm. So not every situation would lead to him so not it, losing so a supporter. It would, it would, he would probably go around asking who you're going to vote for. I don't know, though. If he yeah, shot a Hispanic supporter, after. he might gain more supporters because he shot a Hispanic. Ooh, that's true. They do hate themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Depending upon depending. All he'd have to say is this is one bad ombre. Pow pow. <laughs> if he was Cuban, he would definitely get the Florida Mexican vote. Yep. That's true. Yep, yeah, he definitely yeah. yeah. 
uh, or if he was Mexican, they'd definitely get the Florida Puerto Rican vote. Oh, mm. yes. So I like how people forget that Puerto Ricans are actually Americans. <laughs> they have voting rights. Yeah. If he shot a Puerto Rican, he'd get my vote. <laughs> 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 That's a lie. One of my favorite people is a Puerto Rican. I've got a lot of Puerto Rican friends. Yeah. If he shot someone, if he just shot someone named Becky, I'd vote for him. That's all it takes. Fuck you, Becky. <laughs> Fuck Becky. Becky Fuck with the good hair. Becky. Fuck her. Fuck her. All right. <laughs> Enough about politics. What else we got? Let's man? go into light her fair, shall we? <laughs> so, um. Gary Johnson. All right, I'm done. I'm Gary done. Jones. I'm done. Jim Stein. <laughs> the real election. <laughs> no more politics. No uh, speaking of Becky with the good hair, uh-huh. let's uh, let, let's talk about this this woman who uh, this size 14 woman who was uh, told she had to fit through a hula hoop to get into a club. Uh, I I I really just want to know: Did they stand out there with a hula hoop and ask every girl? Because then that's not discrimination. Yeah, well, no. it's, it's, it's um. If it was just a general entrance exam for everyone. So apparently, what what happened was, see, this woman apparently had just lost twenty pounds, and good for her, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was great for her. She went out to celebrate. They bought. She bought a new dress and went out to celebrate, and um, she. <laughs> She, the bouncer, told her she would have to pass the whole hoop test. The whole hoop test? The whole hoop test. Oh. So this woman said, uh, my friend and I had been working so hard with our diet and running regularly that I'd bought a new dress to celebrate. It was my friend's birthday, so we made a real effort getting slammed up wearing little dresses. I felt good about myself. But when I got inside and asked about the entry fee, the doorman that had shown me inside said quite loudly, she'll have to take the hula hoop test first. I was so embarrassed, I asked him to repeat it, but he said it was uh, a private joke. I told him I knew exactly what he said, and he just laughed, so I left. Oh, so he didn't actually ask her to go through the hula hoop. Well, if she had stayed, he would have made her. Would he have? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, is this a doorman or an establishment policy? Um... Oh, he apparently said it was just. I mean, a we could joke. still be outraged so at like, the situation. I'm not justifying. Yeah, the I, did, I would like to know the accuracy of like what exactly happened. Yeah, because if it was the bouncer, then he loses his job. They publicly apologize and give her free drinks her next time in. If it was, well, well I mean, if we're gonna play that card, she's gonna get free drinks the anyway. Club an email. Kelly got an apology from the club, who said the man involved did not work for the club, but was rather a hired security firm. But has been banned from working at the club in the future. All right. So okay, well, if you hire the security, they're working for you. Well, How? their contract. They yeah, have different. Yeah, but you still hired them. They're still. If you, you tell hired, them leave, please, they're done. Yeah, that's true. You have they, control over that. They're they're your employees for the night. Granted, they're not directly on your payroll, but you have paid for them. They are your hired help. Within his company, he probably just got shuffled to a different bar that night. Yep. But I can understand, though, it wasn't someone under his payroll. It wasn't someone they trained themselves. It was just... I, I, I mean, I understand. I'm just saying technically they were your So they literally wanted to make this bitch jump through hoops to get into the club. <laughs> I say light it on fire and at least we got street entertainment while we wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have been so fucked. Oh, that God. is kind of a... That is, though, if you think about it, that's a crappy feeling, though. Because here she is after working hard, getting that 20 pounds off, brand new dress... 
and then they're gonna make a fat joke about her. Would you would you feel bad? Or would you just be like, fuck you! Break the whole thing. <laughs> I'd I'd have I'd have gone for it. Like I'd have just been like, give me the fucking hoop. They'd probably let you you know what though, they would probably laugh their asses off and be fine with it, and you'd probably still get in. Probably. And That's... the girls would be buying you drinks. Yeah, so good out Exactly. There. That was great. What a great dude. That was so hilarious, man. Let me get you a beer. Like all the bros. Because they want to be the cool guy. Like, yeah, I'm cool with this dude. What's up, girl? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, I think uh, most of the time with stuff like that, yeah, it's it's wrong. People shouldn't be doing that. It's just stupid. But at the same time, like, you got you to gotta roll with it. Like, you you're going to run it. into... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, get, I get her stance. Of course, yeah. I understand. No, I, I, I completely not... understand. But at the same time, I think sometimes you just... You got to kind of roll with the punches a little bit and make the best of it. And sometimes that was just a little too far. That was a little bit far. Okay, fine. I mean, I'd be I if it happened to me, let's say, because I've lost like forty five pounds so far. And you. let's say someone thinks. Am I just gaining all of your guys' weight? Probably. Is this like it's, a mutual circle jerk right it's now? It's gotta, it's gotta go somewhere. Yeah, we're just reaching across. I put on a few pounds. Like in a good, good way, guys. Good for you. This is the, yeah. this has turned into the view. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't sound like chickens I like what yet. you did with your hair, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why? Thank you. I've been, I've been, uh, what is conditioning? Oh, oh. Yeah. I do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I have do. a very specific brand of shampoo <laughs> and conditioner that. Have to be there together. <laughs> my wife has to buy her own because she cannot touch my shampoo or conditioner. <laughs> and she had no idea. Poor girl. She she married me when I had a shaved head in the military. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it back out. I take this shit seriously. <laughs> I don't think I've ever owned a bottle of conditioner. You like, try all it. right, guys, stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am Josh being judged. And I are just offended. But those of you, you don't condition your hair. The fuck is wrong with you, sir? For those Why of you are that, you uh, even still sitting here? Yeah. Get the hula hoop. I told you. Get the, get get the, the hula, hula hoop. hoop. Get the scanner. I want to know the moisture levels in his head. <laughs> I swear, if I see split ends, he's done. He's not allowed in this club. So, uh. <laughs> But yeah, if I was that girl, let's say I was in that situation, I never will be, but let's say I was. Uh, yeah, Why, I'd you'll never be fat or never be a girl? I'd never be at a club. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the truth. That is not my chill spot. It's option C. Okay. There you go. Now, you, you might read this story someday where they do the hula hoop test at the internet cafe. You might find me there, but not. we don't even have those here. Who am I kidding? But not the club, not where you're going to find me. But yeah, I'd probably get pissed off, but I'd probably try to make the best of the situation at the same time. But it probably like I'd probably wake up the next day after my hangover wore off and be pretty pissed. No, I'm with her. I'd go home cry and write an email. That's essentially what you I would. Do. You would. You would write a strongly worded email. Tear stained keyboard. <laughs> These motherfuckers. my feelings. <laughs> That's me. And I, you know, it may be wrong. I'm going to shove these they size put nine me heels. in a jail cell and told me I had to squeeze through the bars <laughs> if I wanted to get into the club. <laughs> and then they said I'm not allowed within 15 feet of a school zone. <laughs> That's actually not far. 15 yards? <laughs> 15 feet. What so club was I at again? You could be Hold in the on. middle of the road club right fed. there. <laughs> oh, I escaped the federal jail called military. Thank God. It was, it was Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Oh. Whew. 
So, um, so moving on, um, another case of uh, public embarrassment. Um, this one coming out of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Down under. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this story is great. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Um, a man named Ziggy. I mean, hold on. Before we go on, that is enough to go off of to make fun of this man for the rest of his life. His right, name of is course, Ziggy. Of course, yes. Ziggy Mosselmanny um, was photographed at an 18th birthday party uh, in Sydney in July last year by a professional photographer who then uploaded the photo to Facebook. Uh, within days, the post went viral, uh, spurring satirical memes and media stories about his haircut. Now, um, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and post this, this picture on the, on the Facebook Please do. Um, oh yes, please. Um, because because I'd like to talk about that. This this mullet has to be seen to believed. Mm-hmm. It's um, a glorious mullet. Well, what also needs to be seen and believed is that he's got that mullet and he's dancing with her. Ugh. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know. When you have the confidence to rock that hair, though, you know. <laughs> you know that probably speaks for volumes. Plus, who knows? Bitches love confidence. You know, if he's out in the middle of down under, he might be like the village hottie. We don't know for don't sure. Know. Yeah, we haven't seen his teeth. He might have a yeah, full set of teeth. He might be the catch, and she's trying her best to find her way with that guy. So Ziggy um, found himself the subject of a meme, as you, as you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've all had that happen, right, guys? Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. that uh, yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. that's a thing that you know. Sure. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. I've looked at memes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. I was in a meme that about seven people knew about. <laughs> um, but anyway, 13, I don't know. It, it, he became uh, one article suggested his mullet hairdo belonged in the Harry Hall of Shame. Um, did he make it into the Harry Hall of Shame though? I, it doesn't. It doesn't say. I oh, mean, he's, he's just he's, induct. Er, he, he's a nominee. He's a nominee, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd vote him in. I, I who wouldn't? With that, with that fucking mullet, like. But you know, there are there are so many other nominees. It's mm. like it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You don't always get inducted your first year. You're nominated. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. So, um. The original photo, it says, has been shared hundreds of times on Facebook. Hundreds. Hundreds. Brutal. Brutal. And there are nearly 2,000 comments on the picture. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like at least one-third of the internet. (laughs) Minimum a third of the internet. So Ziggy did what you do when you get turned into a meme. You asked them to He made TV appearances. He he, he sued them. (sighs) Who exactly, though, do you file suit against? The photographer. Did the he photographer sued? create the memes, though? No. Well, then I got nothing. He <laughs> sued. Uh, yeah. Hi, you. Uh, you took pictures of me and posted them as I requested and paid you to do. Uh, I'm suing you. I'm suing you for doing it. Well, he, I mean, oh, oh, it's looking. It's looking like he also sued the news organization. That's a little bit more understandable. I, yeah, I kind of understand them because if they're, they, as I recall it from the article, they were posting the edited photos of him that were photoshopped mm-hmm. and ridiculing him, which I can understand somewhat there because you're not posting just an original image and saying this is going around the internet and just reporting news. You're kind of taking a aside here and saying this guy is ridiculous well that's why i say the media needs to leave memes to the meme lords just leave it to them they know what they're doing don't touch it 
<laughs> We're not going to Fortune today, Ryan. Ah, damn it. Mm. We're not. Okay. I tried to lead in. Who is the Fortune anyway? <laughs> <laughs> All Anon four is, of them. Anon is one very active member of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Has over nine thousand penises. <laughs> 9,000. You heard, you heard that right, ladies. <laughs> Anon's got 9,000 of them ready. So. Cocked and loaded. <laughs> I don't know. They go off pretty half cocked most of the time. That's, yeah. yeah. A little prematurely, one might say. <laughs> so, um, the good news is District Court Judge Judith Gibson struck out the teenager's, uh, um, lawsuit. Said, asked him to file an amended statement of claim. In handing down her decision, she said most of the comments were humorous in nature. She says, The plaintiff's striking mullet haircut has generated a great deal of interest on the internet, most of it humorous, and some of it in the form of clever observations, such as the Pythagoras direction in one of the memes. In other words, they they fucking formulated his haircut as a triangle. That is awesome. Yeah. I was saying, just ride this. Tell it at parties. Use it. Go for it. He's fuck. He's never heard of the Streisand effect, apparently. No. Uh, but, I mean, oh, even, gosh. even, even I, uh, beyond You've never heard, heard of the Streisand it. effect, have you? No, I'm filled with shame right now. JD, Jesus, mm-hmm. fuck. Okay, to come to this podcast with that limited information... We're going to have to circumcise you. We're the Jewish Mafia. (laughs) Oi! Oi! Call them oil. Opa! That's not Jewish. No, no. Jesus, fuck. You keep confusing Greeks and Jews. They're not the same thing? (laughs) No, one uses Windex a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Jesus a Greek? (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know my history. Yeah, me neither. Okay. So Streisand effect. So the Streisand, Streisand effect, effect, please. Let's get back to that one. Once upon a time on the internet, Barbara Streisand's personal information was leaked. Mm-hmm. And rather than just let it go and let it fade into obscurity, she made a huge fucking deal about it and tried to get it taken off of the internet. Oh, yeah, that always ends well. And it caused it to become a bigger thing. And this was okay. the first case of this happening. Uh, okay. I'm it's, familiar with that effect. Right. did not realize it was known as the Streisand effect. Yeah, I've never heard called, that uh, used. Because okay. of that, it's called the Streisand effect. Okay. And, and we've seen it happen with, like, Beyonce with, with that awful picture of her from the Super Bowl. Even Harambe. She freaked out. Harambe is a perfect example of the Streisand effect. Where the zoo was like, please stop making memes of Harambe, and the internet sent out a collective hairy gorilla middle finger to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. That was that. It's called the Streisand effect. Okay. And this this kid has apparently never heard of it. I mean, he's 18. He's from Australia. It, it's they don't have the internet down there. I don't think, right? They do have the internet, but it's it's uh, here's here's what I I know from having dated an Australian at one point. Oh. It is today. I learned. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> it didn't go well. Um, Basically, they have to. They usually it's a lot more expensive, and you typically have to pay like per gigabyte. Well, it's it's not per gig, but it's it's well it's, depending on your package. But right, the packages have they're doing a lot it a lot more here. It's set gigabytes, 
like they have 250 gigabytes. Right. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not otherwise, even a throttle down. Not even throttled. You're just yeah. Aren't all their off. monitors upside down there though? Yep. They see the internet upside down. Uh-huh. Yeah, because okay. yeah, the whole the gravitational force fields of yeah. the Earth. And they the, have to look at it through mirrors. Yeah. yeah, electromagnetism. And they only get yesterday's news. They don't get today's. Right. No, they're in the future. They get oh, tomorrow's, they get news, tomorrow's news, which makes today. me wonder why they haven't told us things. What I did find out though <laughs> is that you they you almost cannot get weed in Australia. Wow. It is so fucking expensive and when you can't well, I mean, think it. like and you, it's like ditch weed you can't really grow it in the outback you need a moist people environment people don't live in the fucking outback exactly they live in the places where you could grow it but people are living there it's harder to get away with yep you would assume with so much land that they could grow weed and not get caught but they can't grow it in the land that's available well it's a lot of dry areas and pretty much everything there wants to kill you mm-hmm. so um, yeah it's a tough place. Including the Australians. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Mullet and guys apparently coming for mullets, you. Yeah. They are <laughs> super racist, too. Like, uh, more racist than we... Like, we... People tell us that we're racist. People are... Uh, SJWs, like, real hardcore SJWs. Not yeah. like I'm called an SJW. But, like, real hardcore SJWs tell us how bad racist we are. Australia is super fucking racist. Oh, yeah. Like, they still do blackface on TV. Yeah. Like, there's a clip out there of uh, Harry Connick Jr. on a game show. And he did blackface? No. Okay. No, he was on a game Ooh. show like the Gong Show Yeah, that they have there just the other year. And this group came out and did the Jackson 5. In blackface. In blackface as, like, all adults. And he flipped the fuck out. Good. <laughs> like, he's like, what are you doing? Like... Oh, I need to watch this. It, it was fantastic. He's like, you would be killed in America for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Unless God. your name is Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> She's putting out a fucking memoir. Oh, please. She, I think the white title... White Like Me. Oh, White Like Me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's like Shades of My Life, Finding My Place in a Black and White World. It's stupid as fuck. Like, Don't quote me, but I'm, I think... I the, think that is it, yeah. The title goes... I mean... Granted, whoever came up with that title for her, kudos. Great fucking title. Yeah. She, love the title. She probably, it's going to be a terrible book, but I love that title. She probably went name. to some PR firm. Oh, I know. I know it wasn't her. <laughs> Clearly, she's too dumb to do that on her own. <laughs> you know, she went to a PR firm, talked to a white representative, and thought, like, yeah, they'll understand my plight. Right. And it was the black dude that was there. <laughs> It's like, no, I got this, I got this, I got your book title, don't worry. This bitch. This bitch. <laughs> but kudos to him, then. What a great book title, man. They're one black guy in the PR firm that handles all the urban things. <laughs> Send it to T-Bone. He'll do it. My name, my name is Travis. Yeah, my it's name's not Travis. T-Bone. It's, it's not T-Bone. <laughs> Shut up, T-Bone. Such a T-Bone thing to say. <laughs> Travis. That's funny. <laughs> Seriously, I have a PhD in public relations. <laughs> All right, T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, you go on, T-Bone, with yeah. your PhD. <laughs> School of Hard Knocks, Devon. Yeah. I know, Listen, I I'm, 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 I know I'm not. Pretty hot anything. doctor. Oh yeah. 
I know I've been saying anything, but I had to look up who that was, saw her face, recognized it, in full color. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Just stupid. I identify as black. You identify as fuck, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but she got away with it for she so did. long. She really did. How? How do you even just get away with that? Like, no one noticed? Because people didn't check. Like, people yeah. didn't... Well, I guess there are a lot of, like... You can't ask someone, like, are you really black? Because you're light-skinned. That's racist. Well, there's right. people that yeah, are, like, racist. half white, half black, and but they have, like, white skin. They, right. And, but they still consider them black because they're half black. They are, like, their mom's black or something. Right. So I guess they just assumed she was Right, yeah, you can't, like, like Ryan said, you can't ask. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of wrong. You're kind of like, are you pregnant? Exactly. Like, you can't just ask that no, question. You I'm can't not, drop that. No, I just lost 20 pounds, okay? I'm not going to hit through the hula. Exactly. <laughs> you can ask if you're pregnant a lot. <laughs> no, but interestingly enough, when me and the mistress are out, we do get like, how are you ladies doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not no, laughing at you. And, and I'm here laughing I am with you. thinking it was bad that I get assumed that when you or I go out or John and I go out, they assume we're a gay couple. I oh mean, gosh! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. It happens a lot. Yeah. And then I and then I I go, <clears throat> I'm I'm doing all right. And they go, oh oh I, I oh, oh and they. T- <laughs> I did have a five year old tell me I looked like I had a baby in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> It happens a lot. Like, that's why I, I, I started growing this pube thing on my chin. Like, yeah. even though it's a little puby thing, like, it still stops people from calling me. Do you grow any gr- other facial hair? Does it I stop can't. Right there? Like, it's, no? like it, it, it doesn't really grow in. It just grows in, like, little individual hairs, maybe. Okay. It doesn't really grow in. So. Did you get burned in a fire? <laughs> <laughs> You can totally tell with all the scarring. No, my face is not like this, okay? <laughs> I can talk. Neither is Kane's face, and Undertaker burned him alive as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Your last name isn't Mark, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of damn Marks in this thing. Someone should take care of that. <laughs> uh, so, um, moving on. We uh, have a story from Tennessee here. Um, I, I'm surprised this guy doesn't have a beard. I saw a picture of him, and I'm like, how does this guy not have a neck beard? Yeah. It surprised the fuck out of me. Um, guy it, Coming out of Tennessee, a, a guy, uh, Logan Badgley, argued with his mother um, because he wanted her debit card so he could go get some Taco Bell. Though Badgley's mother told him there was no money in the account. He took the card anyway and left the residence. In uh, a little while, he returned to the home. Um, After verifying, there was no money on well, the credit well, card. Well, he returned to the home in, uh, in a Memphis suburb, and the mother told the cops that her son was angry because he had discovered that the card couldn't cover his purchase. That's a plot twist right there. Purchase at a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> Don't have that seven bucks for that burrito meal. According to a criminal complaint, Badgley confronted his mother in the garage where he grabbed his hockey stick and struck her on the left side of the head. The blow knocked the woman to the ground where she lost consciousness. Badgley told police that he had consumed a few alcoholic beverages during the night 
and did not want to provide his side of the story. I mean, I think that covers it. He had a few alcoholic beverages. That's... Yeah, that means you get a free pass. Yeah. You know, he just made one bad decision. He I shouldn't ruin yeah. his life over this. I I don't have enough. Uh, They've graduated from Tendies to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh man. Tendies, mummy, I've got enough good boy points. <laughs> I don't get this reference. It's a 4chan reference. Ah, oh, damn it. I still want to know who we were talking about is. it. I thought we were avoiding it tonight. And that's not in the right place. <laughs> so he actually beat his mother because there wasn't enough money in the account for Taco Bell. And she told him as much. Yeah. Although I'm I'm kind of curious. Could they, they could probably slap like a drunk driving charge on him because he admitted he had a few drinks. I'm, I wonder I thought, why they didn't. And he had to... He had to drive off to the Taco Bell, I'm assuming. Well, he's already getting booked on aggravated assault, a felony. Might as well. Why not slap it on there? Come on. Yeah, make get sure everything he, you can. Get his That's license. More time. Mm. He might not, he, they might not have had him blow. Yeah. I bet he's blown enough now. <laughs> oh, I bet he is. <laughs> Sitting up in that prison and they're trying to figure out if they should be a little nice to him or not. They're like, what'd you do? Get my mom in the head with a, taco, with a hockey stick over Taco Bell? Yeah, boy, get on your knees. <laughs> Let me see that chalupa, boy. <laughs> get inside that burrito. I'll make you churros. <laughs> Taste this taco. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Toss my taco salad. <laughs> God, I need to go to jail. <laughs> No, you would so be a bitch if you went to jail. That's the first thing I'm doing. <laughs> I show up, I find the baddest motherfucking dude, and they say, fuck me, I'm your bitch now. <laughs> Don't let anyone touch me. <laughs> oh my Didn't I say this as much at like, one of our older podcasts? I don't know, did you? I feel like I always admit that I'm the bitch in jail now. <laughs> it's the thing. If not, if this is the first time you're listening... One of our new six yeah. or seven listeners. He's gonna he's gonna be the bitch. You are the That's bitch. The yeah. Bitch. Um, We've established. <laughs> I don't know what I would be. So, in moving on in in, in more fast food police related news. Yeah. Because there was more, believe it or there's not. There's more on a related oh, wait, note. There's more in Wyoming. Um, a man tried to pay for a, a sting hooker <laughs> with a quarter pounder meal. <laughs> He was trying to pound her all right. Oh. I just I just want to say real quick that I'm extremely proud that none of this is starting with a Florida man. This is true. <laughs> this is this true. This is from Tennessee and Wyoming. We're good. We're good. We're this okay week. down here in Florida. This We've done week, all right. I tried no to pressure. stay away from Florida stories because <laughs> I was just like, I don't I don't wanna. I don't wanna it's no too easy. It's low hanging fruit. <laughs> so so back in college, uh a friend, James Ryan and I were watching the maury povich show and oh, i love maury they were talking to a rather feisty large prostitute i remember this one and her line was you do not have to pay me you can fuck me for a double cheeseburger and a pack of ports yep and that is yep supposed to be on a t-shirt it's on a t-shirt it should be i wanted to make that a t-shirt and i would have sold it well, I am assuming that this guy must have seen that show. And, and he thought, this is this is acceptable He looked at her and thought, this must be it. This quarter pounder. I mean, she's she looks hungry. Well, uh, <laughs> 22-year-old David Mangus was, a rec- uh, was recently arrested and booked on solicitation charges 
following a prostitution sting in Casper, Wyoming. Uh, allegedly, after scoring, scouring through ads on uh, Craigslist sites like Backdoor.com, uh, or Craigslist like site, Backdoor.com, Magnus came across a woman who purportedly was offering sexual services for money. After reaching out to her, uh, to the hooker who was uh, actually a, an undercover police officer, he was able to goad her into accepting a meal from McDonald's as payment instead of cash. More specifically, he offered to pay the woman with a McDonald's quarter pounder meal with cheese value, or quarter pounder meal uh, with cheese, which comes with a medium fry and soft drink. Well, well, hold on. How is this illegal? How is this any different than a date? Don't we all buy food for the women on the first date and expectations for sex? Isn't that how dating works in a male privileged white world? <laughs> you right. You right. You know, you're not wrong. No, but but in all honesty, uh, I don't believe that. But I do. I, I mean, if I'm this guy, that's my legal uh, excuse: is I wasn't trying to pay her for sex. I was trying to take her on a date, and hopefully, I'd have sex later. But that would be up to her; it's her choice. But this was just the first date at McDonald's. What I'm wondering though is if you like, he knew he knew he was getting a hooker, obviously. Right. At, at what point did he say, "Well, this doesn't seem fishy. She's taking an eight dollar." Of course, it McDonald's wasn't fishy. It was a quarter like, pounder. You have to know pounder. at this point, this is a fish. sting. They are going to do something here. This is fishy. <laughs> like critical thinking. <laughs> this is, well, like I want to know what the email transaction. Back to McDonald's. That's that's where you go. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to pay I you because that's a pounder, not the fish sandwich. <laughs> okay, what the hell. I'm not. I'm not gonna pay you because that's illegal. But I'll take you to dinner, and if you want to fuck afterwards, we can. There you go. So you just, and then when they meet up, you have dinner with them. You can verify that it is in fact a woman. Then you'd be like, all right, let's not give you a hundred bucks to fuck me right now. <laughs> um. Oh. So uh, at the bottom of this story, um, it it it, it relays another story which did in fact happen in Florida. Uh, oh. Damn it. Damn it. As odd as paying for such a service with such an item may sound, an actual sex worker was once busted in Florida following her acceptance of delicacies from the popular fast food chain as payment for the adult-themed services she offered. According to another report from The Smoking Gun, which was initially shared back in 2012, a Florida woman, then 47, unknowingly interacted with an officer who was part of a vice operation. As the two conversed in a car, Baker relayed to her John... That he could get he could get off by paying her off with two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, which then amounted to two seventy five tax included. But again, what if a normal girl was just like, "Listen, we're having a you know we're in your car. You take me to dinner. I'll fuck you." Is that JD is is head desking right now? I just don't understand. Like, at what point do you say, "Yeah, uh, you can climb on inside me for two dollars and six seven cents"? Like, what? I mean. When you're hungry, you're I mean, hungry. double cheeseburger <laughs> I grease would makes for, good lube. I would ask for oh. a better meal. I'd be you like, would say that, John. <laughs> oh my god, get some Cresco up on that. I just use tears. <laughs> oh, but just I mean, I mean yeah, at just, least at least go just, to that's your wife's tears from actually realizing that she married me. You. At, at least go to an Olive what Garden. Happened in my life. <laughs> Where did yeah, I go Olive Garden. Garden? I mean, at least go to an Olive Garden. At least get yourself a never-ending pasta bowl. Fucking get classy. yourself some food. Okay. How fucking you take me to Red Lobster? Some semi, uh, some semi-fancy right, Italian. Scrapfest. Semi, semi-fancy Italian music. You know, that's a more playing in the background. Someone's birthday. <laughs> and you're just having a meal. 
getting ready to go have sex with some stranger. Like McDonald's drive-thru, double cheeseburgers. I mean, come on, get the, at least go with the other guy. At least he was a little classier. Hold on, did got they, her a meal. Did they allow her to finish the meal? Did they get her the food? Uh, well, I, uh, who the the, the the sting officer? The sting officer. Did they at least get her the food. damn food? Um, probably doesn't say. It doesn't say. Man. I would have had a heart. I'm not going to lie. If I was that officer, I'd be like, look, I'll go, I'll go get you the two double cheeseburgers real quick. But then you're arrested. You eat them. It and says then... she accepted the food, but it doesn't say that she was allowed to eat it. So I hope they gave her I food. hope they let her eat it. At least, come on. It's kind of Cause you got to be hungry. Cheeseburgers with your hands behind your back. Yeah, I mean, you got to be hungry if you're sitting there like, yeah, I'll, I'll get y'all for two double cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like... But this is, I mean, this is an entirely different topic. I'm probably taking it down to a serious tone if we try to avoid. But this is why prostitution shouldn't be illegal. We should go after the John. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But the girls. The Johns? The the guys that are paying for sex. Hmm. I'm okay yeah. with charging the Johns for trying to buy sex. And I'm okay, absolutely, with throwing the pimps in jail forever. But the girls themselves are the ones that are victims. Those are the ones that that need to be able to approach police officers. Is that a phone ringing? Yeah, oh that, that's that's a phone ringing. Those exist? What is a... Is that a house phone? That a, no, that's my phone in the other room. Is that a landline? It's probably not even picking up on the thing, so... <laughs> well, now Fine. we've just lampshaded something that didn't even happen. Thank you. Yeah, asshole. Yeah. Good writer. What even <laughs> happened? What happened? I don't even know. Right, hold on, hold on. JD's a time traveler. He can fix this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll go back and change this. It's fine. Don't even worry about it, guys. Don't sweat. So anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> I don't even think we should. I, I just think it should be legal. I don't well, even think we. Should. I think it should be legal because then uh, it's more regulated at least. Right, that's, can't, not, but that's can't regulate I, something that's illegal. I'm okay with brothels, but yeah, street street prostitution. No, yeah, no, get still it a off problem. the streets. Get it into a brick and mortar establishment exactly. or whatever. Get it to a place where you can trace some paperwork. Just like drugs. Yeah. And not to say like obviously, I know over in Europe where it is legal, they still have problems with trafficking, mm-hmm. but. It's horrible over here too. It's really bad, especially with kids. Mm-hmm. And um, if it's we a made lot it less over there when they have it legalized, yeah. and it just it makes it so much easier to keep it under control. I mean, if you think about it, it's just like with cigarettes. Let's say uh, it's easier for most kids under eighteen to get pot than it is to get cigarettes. Yeah, because most cigarettes are behind a counter where someone's going to card you. Drug dealers not going to card you for pot. Right. You know, same thing. If you with, got money, you got pot. Like, that's... yeah, pretty much. He doesn't care if you're 16. He's just gonna look at you and say, "You got, you got 20 bucks. All right, mm-hmm. let's let's make it happen." Yeah. And so, it's the same thing with with the uh, prostitution. You can regulate it. You can watch it. You can monitor it. You can bring down the instances of crime and the trafficking and whatnot, and or and the women abuse. getting abused and yeah. being forced to be to stay there. Um. So yeah. yeah, and you can get a lot of the diseases out of it too, and make it safer for everyone. Yeah, has Bunny Ranch ever had any reported cases of diseases? That's something we should look up for the next. I'm show. sure they've had something, but it, but the girls have still been working there and they're tested. Yeah, they have yeah. to be tested. Yeah, they have to be tested. Yeah, it's part of the law. Mm-hmm. They have to, and yeah. and it's good business. Yeah, obviously. So mm-hmm. obviously they're keeping it pretty clean. I'm yeah. sure there's been a couple things happen. I mean, it's mm-hmm. gonna. But speaking of trafficking. Oh boy! They uh, is this one of those long stretches, or is there actual traffic in this? No, the 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 Vietnamese death row inmate. Oh, oh her, her. Yeah. Who was trafficking uh, something else? Well, she was put in there for drug trafficking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a, uh, a Vietnamese death row inmate. By the um, way, before female. this goes any further, real quick, I just want to say this woman is my damn hero. 
My she damn is hero. a fucking genius. She's like the MacGyver of she's she <laughs> she's like Orange is the New Black meets MacGyver. Oh man, yep. She really is. Um, so uh, a Vietnamese female death row inmate put on death row for drug trafficking. Welcome. That's how fucking serious they are about drug trafficking in Vietnam. Is now when I can use the good morning Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> So they, they – she's on death row because of drug trafficking. So in order to get her sentence commuted, she goes ahead and she uh, she buys a uh, a Ziploc baggie of uh, of semen yeah. with a syringe and goes ahead and turkey bastes herself. I still need the video proof of this <laughs> just for science. Yeah. And for science, you mean beating your dick like it owes you money. You know, <laughs> I've done worse. <laughs> And by the way, she did successfully get pregnant. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. She is now successfully pregnant and has had her sentence commuted to a life sentence because in Vietnam, if you're on death row and you get pregnant, you cannot be executed. You have your sentence then commuted to a life so sentence. So they basically had already recognized if you can get pregnant while on death row, good for you. We're going to make it hard, but you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> What happens to the child? Is it going oh, they're the going to make it hard, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, she has proven that she is fertile, so we have better use for her in the Vietnamese prison. System. Right, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so she paid off a bunch of guards to get a baggie of jizz. How is it so bad over there? I thought we won that war. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, I should read a history book. <laughs> Uh, I actually, a lot of people didn't come back from over there. Well, some people wanted some people to stay over there. Yeah, we won't. Eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one off the air for now. That's fair. That is 100 percent fair. So that's still just despicable. I concur. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so was... she bought a. It's just, I don't. I want to know whose jizz it was. Was it one of the guards' jizz? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Jizz no, I doesn't... thought it was another inmate. Was it another in? It like, might have, do they it had have, to have is it co-ed housing there? No, I, thought it was... I think the guards got charged for tra transporting it. Oh. Because if it was one of the guards, I don't think it'd be in a baggie or a syringe. I don't think a guard that was willing to do that would be like, you know what, I'll just do it in a bag and you can have it. I'm sure he was like, hey, you know, wait till the other guys go to sleep. <laughs> I'll be in your cell. I'll help you out. I don't know, but... It had to have been someone probably in the jail somewhere because semen doesn't last very long. So if you think about it, someone literally like jerked into a bag real quick and they ran it over to her and uh, she was like, maybe it was Oh yeah, it does. It, it's less than 48 hours once it leaves the body that yeah. stays alive. Uh, and that's best case scenario yeah. if you keep it kind of cold. Yeah. So and it, oh, and yeah. it's in a plastic baggie, which is an uncontrolled environment. You got light and whatnot. If the proteins start breaking down, the acidity gets wrong. That stuff's very delicate and dies. I thought so, you were going for psychology. What is this? I knowledge? took human anatomy for fun. Yeah, that's true. It says uh, it said it was another inmate, a 27-year-old male inmate, twice put his sperm in a plastic bag. So it took two times. Two times. Two tries. That's not bad. That yeah, that's, that's better than good. in vitro a lot of times. Yeah, that's better than people actually trying like direct yeah. injection. No you kidding. Know what I'm saying? Like yeah, um, twice put his sperm in a plastic bag with a syringe in a mutually agreed place. And Hugh inseminated herself. So it wasn't even that the guards... No, I guess the guards are just in trouble for not knowing this was happening. So maybe, like, she stuck it, he stuck it in the toilet tank or something. Hmm. And, like, 
Like he was making Pruno or something. Yeah. Like who is this with jizz? <laughs> nah, I think he, I think he. <laughs> I think there's probably more of a public place than it is a co-ed jail. Yeah, it, I think assumption. so. They must. I don't, and usually, Death Row must be co-ed in in Vietnam. Usually, Death Rows are very. Almost every country, the death row is like the most guarded one because that's the people that are most desperate. But yeah. this guy's not getting uh, his sentence commuted, I'm sure. No, uh, Hugh paid $2,300 to a male inmate to help get her pregnant. He must not have been on death Because what's, what's he going to do with $2,300 in jail on death Take row? Take care of his family. It's Vietnam. He was probably wrongfully accused. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a good chance. Yeah, he probably got the money to someone on the outside. That's, yeah, all right. That's a fair yeah. point. Because yeah. she, I mean, it's not like she had the cash just sitting there in the cell with her. No. Yeah, that was someone on the outside, probably within her drug trafficking ring. Right? Apparently, yeah. this isn't—I mean, this isn't out of the ordinary because a similar incident happened in 2007 when two prison guards uh, in a northern province were sentenced to up to five years in prison for abuse of power after an, after allowing a female inmate to get pregnant with a male inmate. So it, I, the wording there is strange, but it sounds like they let the boinky boinky happen. They yeah. were wa- they were having the boinky boinky happen. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, because if it's abuse of power, maybe they were actually like they were like having a little go live, at it. live yeah. performance. Yeah. yeah. See, okay, this is also why. Like, all right, I had this guy in one of my classes. He was uh, going on about how we should do the drug stuff like they do over in those Asian countries. What? Like, yeah, he actually said this. He was like, yeah, if we catch someone uh, with drugs and stuff, you know, we don't mess around. We're just going to cut off a hand. If they do it again, we kill them. And that's just it. We're done with it. We save so much money. And I'm like, that's, you do realize we're we're not in like the 1700s. Was he friends with Chelsea Clinton? Maybe. <laughs> he might have been. I'm not sure. But I was sitting there like, what? And <sighs> Threatening people with killing them clearly doesn't stop crime because we've been doing it for thousands of years. Right. Yeah. But... You know, education stops crime. We've mm-hmm. seen that demonstrated. We've seen that educating even criminals reduces their recidivism rate. Yeah. We've seen all these things. We clearly see that threatening people with death row does nothing. Well, we won't do that because it's too much like Europe and Ugh. America can't be anything right. like that Europe. That nasty place over there. The nasty the European. We can't have... We Don't can't even have shave and needle. shower. We can't have clean needle programs because those socialist countries have them and shit mm-hmm. like that. I, although I find it funny here in America, thinking about this now, that, uh, you know, because the Christian right wing is always anti-gay, no more gays, no uh, teen pregnancy, we gotta practice abstinence, blah, blah, blah. And right in the Bible Belt, you know, right in that northern Florida up there and uh, Alabama, you guys know the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. of course, right in there. Highest concentration of internet searches for gay porn, highest uh-huh. rate of teen pregnancies, highest rate of abortions. Highest it's rate like, of, no, it's not the highest criminal criminal rates. No, uh, no, not the highest rate of no, not criminal. I, I, I think they do have higher meth? drug use. Yeah, mm-hmm. higher meth. I think is the it's particular one. The Republican Party is not the party of personal responsibility for themselves. It's the party of personal responsibility for everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's the party of good is good when it's good for me. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. why Gary Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that's two tonight. <laughs> so, um, look, we're gonna close out the show tonight. What's Aleppo? <laughs> hey, it's, a, it's, a, it's a large spotted cat. There you go. That, that's Aleppo. it. <laughs> fun, fun, fun story. Yeah. My, uh, uh, have you guys ever played Boulder Dash? Yes. So my uncle got the word 
Philo Cubist. If you're not familiar with um, Boulder Dash, you, you get a word and you come up with a fake definition and then hmm. people have to guess what they think is the real okay. definition. Gotcha. Um, my uncle got Philo Cubist and he already knew what the word was, so he wrote it down to get the points for knowing the word. Um, couldn't tell you what it is. I'm not that smart. But his fake answer to actually put into the game was how Fidel Castro starts his speeches. My Philo Cubist. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of Gary Johnson, just to to side note here before we go into the the last bit where I ask a few questions, did you watch the video of him blowing up on that on the Guardian, uh, the Guardian reporter? I watched a video of him blowing up on someone. Yeah, about his tax. Oh yeah, yeah. No, maybe not this one. I saw him. He didn't blow up. Wasn't it the one because they pushed him on how it's not actually fiscally gonna work, and he like. I can't remember it. Yeah, remember. Exactly. it was a few days yeah. ago though. But he ba- basically what what happened is he is it it what it boils down to is the whole analogy of how microaggressions are like mosquito bites, where like you get one and it's just annoying, but you get fifty million of them and you blow up and people are like, Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, that person just blew up out of nowhere. So he's getting asked all these questions and he finally blew up and the guardian reporter and it was at the, it was at a guardian reporter of all fucking people. Yeah. So the guardian blew it out of proportion. Absolutely. Like the guardian does. Um, now the problem with it is that they kept pushing and the guardian would never push Hillary or Trump or, or even Trump. Yeah. Like they push him. Mm-hmm. They keep like, they would ask him a question about it. They would ask Trump or Hillary a question about it. Trump will dodge it with nonsense. Maybe a follow-up question and then they'd move on, but they wouldn't badger like they do. Like Yeah, Trump well, Trump speaks nonsense and then they accept it. Hillary pivots, 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 and they accept it. But Gary Johnson can't say anything without them just pushing the issue even more. Exactly. And and that gets to him. You can tell it yeah. gets to him. And he finally explodes. And then the see, look, he's crazy, everyone. And, 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 you know, I guarantee if Jill Stein was getting more publicity, the same thing would be happening to her. I actually don't. I, yeah. I mean, I agree I'm with not, you. I'm not I saying don't. she's going to have the same faults, but they're still going to try to get her. No, I just, I don't think gotcha she's, questions. I don't think she can even handle the questions as well as Gary Johnson can, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she's as, yeah. um, well, cause he was actually a governor. Yeah. So at least he's got mm-hmm. some experience going. He understands the system a bit. She was an indie he, songwriter, though. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. She, he was, she was an indie songwriter and sang about. Did you watch whatever the, uh, that was? Yes. The oh my. The it John Oliver thing, yeah. Which but, what? The John the, Oliver. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Usually, I mean, it's it's so weird for me to to see a comedian or anybody talking about issues that I I actually laugh at everything they say. Their humor's on point, and I agree with them on everything. So it's great to have it go against something that I agree with. I go. Now I see how it's all taken out of context for humor. Uh huh. Like, you know, holy crap. And, and, like, as a liberal person, mm-hmm. like, social issues and stuff, um, I see jokes about conservative issues and I'm like, ah, yeah, look how stupid the conservatives are. And then when the joke's on me for a libertarian thing, I'm like, oh, wait, I get it. This, a lot of it's taken out of context for the point of humor or entertainment. And yeah. And it's also except like. Trump. Trump's just terrible anyway. Right. Yeah. And it's also like, wait, you're, you're. You didn't even mention really any of the issues. Yeah, they they showed a clip of him talking about um, which agencies he would get rid of, and he named the three off the bat: the um, Department, Department of, of Education, Education um, Department of Labor, 
Commerce. Yeah, commerce. Yeah. It was commerce. And yeah. I thought it was labor as well. I thought it was too, but I might be wrong. I anyway. thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, it might have been labor. It was either labor or commerce, and then um, it was. Um, yeah, well, well, he's gonna get three of them. Yeah. E- either way, he named three right off the bat. They gave him a hard time. Like, well, don't they have some important uh, function? He goes, yeah, I'm sure they do. That's why they existed as long as they did. Uh, we, the federal government, would still absorb the critical functions that they serve. Well, then why would you get rid of them? Like, that's a dumb question because clearly the rest of it, it's trimming the fat. Right. You don't need the whole Department of Education, although they do serve proper functions. So you mm-hmm. took this whole thing out of context to make it a joke when oh, those of us that actually know what he's talking about were like, but he made a good point. Right. And he did. they, they didn't even go into it beyond that. They yeah, just they said, didn't. He wants to get rid of the Department of Education, which is alarmist because then people are like, he wants to get rid of the Department of Education. He wants to get rid of schools. Oh, my God. He hates the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that that was I, I thought it was it. A, I, I thought it. it was bullshit when it came to that. But he the thing of it was with Jill Stein, he he was kind of on point with Jill Stein. She is fucking crazy. JD, weigh in on that one? Oh, you haven't seen the clip, right? I, don't know I did. I saw oh, the John did? Oliver thing. Okay, I saw the whole thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I I did vote for her in years past, but now I'm like, and I mostly I didn't even vote for her mm-hmm. to be honest. I voted because I kind of. I like the Green Party in general. You yeah, know, they the don't take the big corporation money, um, and they are more towards a democratic socialism than the other parties. Mm-hmm. And that's why I voted for her, because she was part of that platform. Right. But her in general, like, yeah, she's not very good. <laughs> she is not very good at all. I, yeah. I can't defend her. Gary <laughs> Johnson. All right, there's three. We're good. All right, so questions. All right, so uh, we're going to end it this week with uh, with the segment Mask You Something. Mask You Something. Mask You Something. So we got three questions this week. We'll go around the table. Um, first one, uh, what conspiracy theory do you believe is true and why? So we'll start with our, our guest, JD. I, I didn't know this segment existed. Until right now, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> All right, what conspiracy theory do I think is true? Yeah, or might be true, or whatever. What, yeah. What, what conspiracy theory do I lend credence to and exactly. say, yeah, maybe? Mm-hmm. I guess kind of two. I can say for sure, like JFK being assassinated by someone within the government, I think is a definite possibility. Mm-hmm. Especially when you look at what he was doing, he was making us buddy buddy with Russia during the Cold War. Right. Like, there's a lot of people that were against that, so I could see him being taken out by someone in the government. Um, so that one and kind of nine eleven, but I'm not like sitting here saying it was Bush. Like, I think something was going out. There's something fishy about it to me. And I know some people say, oh, well, it's all been debunked, but I, I don't, I've seen them say it was debunked. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> it doesn't, man. It doesn't. It doesn't melt the whole damn structure. Okay? Thermite paint. Thermite. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know what happened with everything. I think some of it might have been helped along more than it is led on. Like I don't I, think I will, that eight terrorists were magically capable of doing what happened. I will give credence to a more they uh, they didn't know it was going to happen, but they kind of let things happen. So like a Pearl Harbor kind of thing. Yeah. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we know something and we're going to kind I just, of... I just, I mean, like, I can like the that. pilot that pulled off the maneuvers to hit the Pentagon. I mean, you, the dude failed trying to fly a Cessna. How did he fly a 747? Luck. I don't even know if you can be that lucky. I just, you know, but those, those would be the two. And I'm not even hardcore with the 911 one. Mm-hmm. I just think that there was something more to it than what's being said. 
I mean, and the investigation was secretive. That's openly known that it was extremely secretive. Mm -hmm. So why? Why is it hidden? The the, the the FBI admitted that they have 117 different camera angles of the plane that hit the Pentagon when it hit, but they won't release them. We got one that was like four frames. Well, dude, I I, I couldn't even take pictures of secure government buildings where I worked on my cell phone. (laughs) But I mean, like for something that big, that high profile, why did you release one shitty grainy photo? Because if you did high quality, and I'm not trying to debunk you, but if you did uh, high quality photos, multiple angles of the Pentagon, people can use that information to piece together the layout. If you have 117, and some of them, some of the photos that show it came from public buildings like across the street. Obviously, that was already in access. Why can't you release those? I'll, I'll give you that. We could have access that 7-Eleven across the street anyway why don't you just release that photo like what's wrong and they're like national security i can literally go stand at that 7-Eleven right now and take pictures yeah and there isn't shit you could do what is why so that to me that just screams slurpees can't melt steel beams (laughs) slurpees cannot (laughs) melt the steel beam Come that's the Halloween costume. Seven Eleven employee. <laughs> oh so that's, that's why. That's why because I you see that crap and it's like, what are you really hiding? Like I just feel like there's something more. What I don't know. I I have no. I'm not gonna sit here like that's conspiracy theory to me is to imagine that I know the answer. I don't. I don't even have a theory. I have no idea. I feel like you've been wanting to talk about that for a while though. What? Nine Eleven. Sure. I get maybe. <laughs> I just think that to say, oh, well, it's exactly what they said. Don't even shut up about it. Like, I think that's intellectually dishonest because obviously it's weird. Something's weird. I don't oh, know I why it's agree. weird, but something is weird about it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> no problem. Yours? For me, uh, I find it odd that maybe not Roswell specifically, but around that time of heightened UFO scares and Roswell actually specifically, mm-hmm. uh, we somehow got fiber optic cables. And it was such a huge leap in technology at that time that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people point to maybe reverse engineering Um and that that my my grandfather who passed away he he worked at one of those top secret hangars out there mm-hmm. um not not area 51 i forgot exactly 52 or sorry yeah not area 52 <laughs> no uh, it was 50 that's it yeah. was area 51 yeah, he worked, okay, he worked yeah, yeah. in 52 so yeah, well no 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 it was it was lower down fucking oh, it was, maybe, right. maybe it was area 43 <laughs> uh, it was area 43 no it was like hangar 13 i don't know right um, but he, he worked at some really top secret place, but never said he worked there. It's one of those places that doesn't exist. Mm. Um, and my dad even asked him, he said, you know, before you die, dad, can you, uh, not while my grandpa was dying, but he asked him, he was like, can you just leave it in your will? Just tell me what you know. What, what did you see? And it was one of those places that was speculated by the aliens. And my grandpa never did it. Never left it in his will. Did, took it to his grave, what he saw there. And so, I mean, that's just, that's family history to me. That's just like, maybe there is aliens. <laughs> We, I mean, in the last 50, 60 years... The or maybe your leaves, grandfather is a grade-A troll. There's that. <laughs> there's that. seems that. like a distinct possibility. <laughs> I mean, he probably signed a non-disclosure agreement, but everything from his day has already been released as public information. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. Aliens, I think we've made contact of, with something. Mm. Something. And I'm, not, I'm not really sold on that one myself. Yeah, fair enough. I I mean I think it's possible but I don't really I don't know if I I don't know if I if I buy into aliens like I don't know 
Okay, I will say this. I think there's aliens out there because I mean, it's oh my gosh, like yeah, like there has to be something else out there. Have we met it yet? That's the one where I'm like, I don't think so because it is just such a big place out there. Mm-hmm. So it's statistically extremely unlikely that we've ever even come close to meeting. I mean, it's yeah. statistically extremely, extremely unlikely that we exist. So, well, you could true. say that, but we do exist because we are that statistical unlikely. Right. Exactly. So it's, I mean, we could have ended up on a different planet and would have been saying the same exact thing. It was statistically unlikely. Well, yeah, of course it always is. So it's, it's, it's statistically unlikely times statistically unlikely that another, that, 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 Oh, I'm sure there's other exists. life, though. It's probably, it might even be just bacteria, but it's gotta be out well, there somewhere. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that, but, but I'm, humans, we're talking intelligent life. life. But, but intelligent life, yeah. That's extremely unlikely. Well, I can't even say, because even if it is extremely unlikely, let's say one in every one trillion stars has a planet that will produce life, and then every one in one trillion of those produces intelligent life, there's still like a trillion planets with intelligent life. Like, the universe is just that big. Yeah. So, they're out there, it's just, I think people think like that aliens are definitely super advanced. Mm-hmm. But we don't. But yet. there's a damn good chance we're the most advanced species in the entire universe. There is that is <laughs> that a possibility. Is scary to fucking think of. But it's true. it's possible though. We might be ahead of everyone else. <laughs> we might be it. We are Star Trek to some other people out there. Like might be happening. Some other planet is getting beams of the Brady Bunch from the 70s. They're like, like oh my god. Holy fucking shit, shit they're so advanced. Yeah, they just discovered, like, radio technology and said, like, what is this that we're getting? <laughs> the shadow knows? Holy shit. This dude is driving around with a computer that talks for him. Holy crap. Oh, wow. And he knows physics. <laughs> so for me, I, JD kind of went into it. I, I gotta go with JFK. Like, I think... I do think that, that Lee Harvey Oswald did it, but I think he was a patsy. I think um, that he was um, he was used by the government. And that's um, why he was assassinated. Yeah, before exactly. Before he was able to talk. Um, because no if, you, if you know, if you read into where JFK was on his way to that day, he was on his way to give a speech to increase troop presence uh, in the area of Cuba. Yeah, to escalate things around Cuba, so shit was about to go down, and we didn't have the X Men first class there to stop it. <laughs> exactly, that's a good point. That's a very good. So, point. I I I believe that that the government stepped in well, well, to stop because uh, he might have been escalating things in Cuba. I, but it's weird because also he was working on merging our space program with the Russians. The, Ru- the Russians were in open talks you, with him. Did you read that on the, the Russian um, tampered WikiLeaks? Sputnik. No. It was, wasn't even a leak. It was... Uh, well, this was back know, during I'm Better joking. Red Than Dead days. Or Better Dead Than Red yeah, days. Yeah, well, yeah. This was like the peak of the Cold War. And he was actually, after the Cuban Missile Crisis, was in talks with them to say, look, if we merge the if we merge our space programs, work together, we'll accomplish more, we'll increase relations, and people will calm down about this whole Cold War thing. And I think that what he was going to do in Cuba was going to blow that to hell. It might have, but when they when yeah. they killed JFK, the Russian prime minister, whatever they called him at the time, I don't remember, the Russian leader at the time, they Lyndon B. Johnson came to him and said, all right, do you still want to go through with this deal? And he said, no, we don't trust you. We trusted JFK. We're, mm-hmm. we're out. And then the Cold War continued. Yeah. And that could have been a, a side effect of that. Yeah, I mean, that could cold, have been an un un un. That might have been an uh, an unexpected consequence. Yeah, possibly. unexpected consequence. Like they didn't 
realize that taking out JFK, that they didn't realize that JFK was the guy with the high charisma stat. Yeah. <laughs> he was rolling hard I mean, 20s we, all we, day. We had to wait, what, 20 years until we had David Hasselhoff with the high charisma stat to sing at the Berlin Wall. And that's when it was torn down. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Jump right. in my car. <laughs> David I Hasselhoff. I can't stop this feeling. <laughs> Deep inside of me. Thanks, Hasselhoff. <laughs> An American hero. <laughs> and a German hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you ask him, he's the one that said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, next question would be, what four people would be on your personal Mount Rushmore? Do I have to go first to let JD think? Yeah, you have to go first. Damn it. Well, I, I got two. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney. Okay. And Stanley. Okay. I would say Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And not even ironically. Not even ironically. Not even ironically. Holy fucking shit. Because, because I admire men and women, anybody who can take an idea. And and Walt Disney knew animation could be more than what it was at the time. He knew they could be full-length featured movies that were not just cute and fun but had story that can move people. And he created not just a movie empire, moved on to theme parks. He designed what is the the hubs for theme parks now. That was a Walt Disney design, personal design, not even an engineer. That was Walt Disney saying, this is how the park should be Mm -hmm. with these hubs that have themes to it within the overall theme of Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find these visionaries uh, fascinating. Stan Lee, he, he, he... wrote cheesy comic books that were being made at the time. He worked for whatever Marvel was called before. I'm blanking out. Timely. What? Timely. Yeah. And and they were basically following the trends. If a Western was big, Marvel or Timely at the time um, would publish a Western. About a year after it was big, they missed the mark. And as they were failing, he got put Fantastic Four. Right. And he made what comic books are known as today. He Mm -hmm. is is the father of comic books. Well, him and Jack Kirby. Don't get me wrong. Jack Kirby's my third. Stanley okay. and Jack Kirby. Why did I, I – I'm sorry I didn't mean to discredit the Kirby Foundation. And then okay. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, he, he came into a an era where wrestling was all territorial, and he saw the bigger picture. Wrestling could be a worldwide unified phenomenon, and you didn't have to have promotion specific to only the South or only New York or only on the West Coast. You could have a giant worldwide promotion. Mm-hmm. And look at what WWE is today. People in India believe in WWE. Like, it's huge over there. And just worldwide, they sell out Tokyo Dome, even. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have their own award-winning network, as they like to remind me all the <laughs> fucking time on the network. But no, they they branched off. And, and Vincent Kennedy McMahon had a vision and made it something as huge as it is. And so mm-hmm. I, that's what I like, because that's what I want to do. I want to be that for online comic books. Okay. It's still a fresh wild west out there, and it's not gained the traction it should have. I want to be the guy that says online comic books are just as good as any other comic book story, if not better. Better access. So that's it. And then I'll be the fifth face up there eventually. <laughs> JD, what, do you know who you would put up on your personal I got some, I got some ideas. I got some ideas here. Okay. Uh, I would probably have Einstein with his crazy hair. Okay. Because he advanced our understanding of physics in the universe. Which is awesome. I know, I'm going on like a totally different route than you. No, no, that's fine. And also, you get his hair in that month. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That goofy hair, you get that all over the place. That's excellent. <laughs> Good luck to the architect. 
Uh, I don't know who else. Probably Bill Nye. The science guy? Yes, yeah. Bill Nye. I well, you him. have to clarify, Bill Nye the science guy or Bill Nye Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean? No, That's Bill Nye. That's Bill Nye. Nye. Oh, come on. It's Bill Nye. We all know it. Bill Nye the science guy. <laughs> um, just because also, I mean, he didn't advance science. He's not that great of a scientist. but He advanced learning. Yes, he advanced learning. He got a lot of kids interested in science. I was always a Beekman's World guy. I'd never even seen that. Really? The British equivalent? No, Beekman's World and Bill Nye the Science Guy were kind of like, I don't know. Beekman's were, World was always wait, like that. The, actually, is kind of familiar. You were homeschooled. Beekman, Beekman's World was like the the weird version of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, yeah, none that of us, guy. No, none of us in the public school system actually watched Bill Nye on TV. We all watched it because it was on classrooms. Mm. I was one of the weird kids that did find him on TV. I did too, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know I wasn't. Yeah, I, okay, I remember this Beekman's world. Didn't like him. Bill was awesome. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> fuck your opinions, John. Uh, yeah, fuck my opinion. Um, who else would I put up there? I don't even know. I mean, who? Probably George Lucas. Just for, for really? Just for bringing me Star Wars and the prequels. I I know. I know. I I accept them for what they are and the horrible mess. <sighs> but without the originals, we wouldn't have Star Wars, and that's about it. I just I love Star Wars. I love the originals, the prequels. They're like the ugly children I have to accept. <laughs> uh but yeah, he brought a, he brought Star Wars, which just opened up a lot in the sci-fi realm in general. Mm-hmm. And he really pushed the envelope with that original series or the original three, and showing people what could be done on screen and um and what storytelling could be like in a sci-fi universe. And it inspired a lot of people to make today what is standard sci-fi, um, which I love. I love sci-fi. So uh, for that, yes, for the prequels, I think he should just go away. Which I'm glad that he no longer has control of Star Wars, because holy crap, George, you bastard! What did you do? Too far, too far, George. <laughs> oh, the horrible dialogue in those movies. Oh, uh, I don't it's even like know sand. who would it's be my rough and coarse. It's <laughs> rough and coarse. Gets everywhere. It's, but I mean, like, have you so ever wrong. had sex on the beach? Because Anakin's Look, I'm not, not wrong. I'm not saying he's, he's not wrong. wrong. He's <laughs> absolutely 100% correct. But damn it. It's not a romantic thing to tell. Like, let me describe sand in your vagina real quick. And let's see where this goes. <laughs> that's, are that's, you turned on now? Are you, are you feeling it? You like my creepy stare? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Natalie Portman, she's a talented actress. She's not good. really. I think she's pretty good. She's done she's well in other movies. For Academy Awards. Okay. She's pretty good. I've seen her in other movies. In Star Wars, though, when you have dialogue that, like, I think even Samuel L. Jackson was feeling a little cheesy, okay? <laughs> like, no one could make that Samuel dialogue. Samuel L. Jackson hated those movies so much he threw himself out a fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you want to do what to me? Samuel L. Jackson doesn't believe he's dead. This is true. That's this true. is true. He wants he's, to come back in the, in the He's ascribing to the idea that, because it's true, no Jedi has died from falling. That's true. Ever. That is true. Uh, but who would I put up as my fourth? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea, so I'm just going to say uh, John Bon Jovi. There we go. I'm just going <laughs> to... I was gonna slap him what up a there. Great the mountain rock. of butt rock. <laughs> oh yes. Gotta hold on. And I want that song. I want that song blasting on loudspeakers. 
over my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> gonna make it. Are we gonna are we gonna build the our Mount Rushmores in North Dakota still? Because I think the pipeline might destroy it. <laughs> I want my Mount Rushmore on top of Trump Tower. There you go. What about you, Josh? Well, my Mount Rushmore um, would be Frank Sinatra. Ooh. Okay. Patrice O'Neill. That makes sense. Orson Welles. Mm, and Quentin Tarantino. Not Harambe. Not Harambe. I should have put Harambe as my fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Frank Sinatra, just because he is absolutely legendary um, in every in every not just in music, but in in movies and in TV and. I don't know if you know about how much of a, a SJW he kind of was in his day. Yeah. He um back in the day when they would when he would travel with Sammy Davis and that kind of thing, if they wouldn't book Sam too, he wouldn't play there ever again. If they wouldn't allow Sam into the club when he was playing there, he wouldn't play there ever again. Wow. That, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I love the story about awesome. his uh always having a roll of quarters. Yeah. Now, the, don't get me wrong. He was kind of a piece of shit. He couldn't keep his dick in his pants to save his fucking soul. No. He cheated on every woman he ever was with. And you're Frank Sinatra, though. Yeah. He, oh you gosh. knew what you were marrying when you got so into it. So much pussy was getting thrown at him. Like All I could do was grab it. <laughs> same with Patrice O'Neill. One of the biggest pieces of shit ever to, piece of shit ever to live. One of the worst men. Oh, just... One of the worst, but he was a fucking modern day uh, philosopher. Oh, absolutely. Modern day philosopher. Uh, that, like from the History of the World Part One, he said he was a stand up philosopher. That's actually what I think of Patrice O'Neill as. Yeah. He was a stand up philosopher. Orson Welles was, was, a, was fucking not only legendary in movies, but he was in radio. He was a fucking god. Radio. He like people know Citizen Kane and all that, but yeah. The Shadow. If you go back and listen to his work in The Shadow, if you go back and listen to War of the Worlds, it it blows everything like it blows Citizen Kane out of the water. Yeah, his stuff from the. Radio. I've actually uh, on my uh, little radio thing I have. Um, they actually they do have the old recordings of like sci-fi radio from back in the day. Yeah. I love listening to Orson Welles mm-hmm. and like um, like. Well, War of the Worlds, yeah, yeah, was yeah. phenomenal. Um, now that the th- the funny thing about that, the panic that that caused was yeah. actually way overblown. It didn't happen. Oh yeah. Well, there was a couple people that called in, right? But that was it. <laughs> yeah. The 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 newspaper writings and all that that the people said happened with the mass hysteria never happened. Yeah. It never happened, which is kind of sad because I really kind of wanted it to happen. Yeah, you wanted it to be like. Nobody knew <laughs> because it really did sound realistic. Yeah, when you listen to it, it oh, yeah, really absolutely. sounded real. But and Quentin Tarantino, and it's gonna sound stupid, fucking cliche for me with being a film guy, but he really did. He really has kind of given me a great understanding of what you can do with film. Mm-hmm. Just between like the the greatest experience I have ever had in a movie theater. Was when Grindhouse came out. Oh, when Grindhouse in 2007, was so it was to this day. I have never had even even going to see Hateful Eight and in, in. Did you see the midnight showing of Grindhouse? No. Oh, no. okay. I was, I, I, it was a better it was a better experience than that. I'll tell you in a second. But even seeing Hateful Eight, the road show, the the 70 millimeter road show, it was better than that. I but didn't get to see that. I did get to see that. It was great. But I got to see Grindhouse 
by myself really? in a theater. It was completely empty. It was like a 10 a.m. showing. Yeah. Completely empty theater. Best time to go. Exactly. By myself. And I have never had a better time in a movie. Like, And I, that's why I don't understand why that movie did so poorly. I understand it was high concept and, and yeah. like that it was, kind of thing. It was a lot of people didn't understand what was happening. Didn't get it. Yeah. They just didn't get it. But it was so much fun. Can I just say, though, I am really happy that we got Machete, the movie. Yes. That was my favorite trailer in the whole thing. I think all of them were great, but Machete stand out or stood out. And when they were like, we're gonna, we're just gonna fucking make it a movie. I was like, yes, <laughs> Danny Trejo, the star of my life. If I die, I want him to play me in a movie. Danny Trejo, you know what? If I could put a fifth person up there, Danny Trejo would. Oh. he is one of the greatest people ever. Did you hear about uh, when he was filming the Muppets movie? No. Um, oh wait, yeah, no, I heard yeah. about that. His yeah. mother, his mother passed away, and Danny hmm. Trejo. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah, so so he's a big tough guy, and he wanted to keep playing up that he's a tough guy, and he, and people would give their condolences, and he'd say thank you, thank you. And when Kermit the Frog came up to him as Kermit and said, "I'm really sorry for your loss," like or whatever, he broke down and cried, and and just gave Kermit a big hug. And that may sound crazy to people, but anybody that's ever worked in the Muppets at all said, like, you know, Jason Siegel even said in, in an interview, it's weird at the first couple days of filming, but after you get used to it, no, you're you're not talking to the guy that's moving puppets, or, you know, moving Kermit's mouth. You're talking to Kermit. Right. And you really take it yep. into the, those are the actual thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's... And when, when you're working with puppets like that, it, it, you can I can understand that. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I could even think, like, the, the Muppet because of how much Muppets was part of so many childhoods, even maybe a that's, little bit when when he was younger. That's probably why he broke maybe down. Maybe a tied mother, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. memory with his mom, and it just like took him back to something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm assuming happened. Still, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good guy. He's yeah. a really good guy. Yeah, really he does. I I love he he used to be a gangbanger, and now he he is an inter he's a registered interventionist. Yeah. That is the greatest thing to me. Yeah, I think Danny Trejo is an amazing baby. He, he I, uh, really is. Actually, I, I had forgot, but I remembered who my fourth is going to be. It's not going to be John Bon Jovi. Who's that? I just want to correct it real quick. Christopher Hitchens okay. would be my fourth man up on the my my little carving okay. of people. You guys don't like Christopher Hitchens? I I I, I'm, I see a shoulder shrug <laughs> and uh, a hi, 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 hi. What does I, that mean? No, I I I like him to some extent. Um, but I've seen him do his piece uh where he goes a little bit too far i've seen him talk to a school board leader who um was talking about how they wanted to promote education first they were a christian school but education came first and he still kept pressuring and pressuring them and telling them they were wrong to even bring religion and he's like but i care about science and math more than i care about religion but it's still a christian school so that's my only issue with him is seeing him go too far and and, and that like piggybacking on that i i am a christian i like and that like him being too antagonistic like that is 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 my only problem but i like him because he was i just liked his vocality vocality is that even a word it is now it just now it is is now a word his vocality i don't (laughs) think you realize that uh webster actually listens to this podcast outstanding i've just done it then i have made my mark you've done it <laughs> no i i like that he's vocal against I, I like, a lot I, I, of I, the injustices that yeah and i think he religion, for but... the most part um he was very articulate 
He was very good in most of his arguments. Yeah, no, I haven't I'm seen that particular his, one. That no, you... his debates, his debates are amazing, but his investigations, investigative whatever he does, that was what got. I never saw the exact thing you're talking about. I've never seen it. Oh, and, I'm not not discrediting me, it or anything. I, I'm just saying I have not no, seen I, that. I one. had the same views of him um, before that too. I was like, oh, he's the greatest thing in the world, but then I kind of saw. He just sometimes takes it a step. He's a little too dogged for my taste, but I I can I mean I'm not yeah I appreciate wrong. I was like because also I he might was sit on your wall but. in an, <laughs> it, by all means I don't give a damn it's, it's rocks let's be real <laughs> he's just gonna take a take a big, fine I'm gonna big old like, squat on your uh, yeah, that'll uh, shit on it then you're just gonna pressure wash it away that'll be gone the next time it rains it's fine <laughs> let it bake a little bit it's whatever. Hundred <laughs> percent. I I don't get why people get so mad about that. It's that's that's a that's a symbol. It's gonna get cleaned. I don't understand why do you care so much about it. It's a rock. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I got a rock. So um so yeah uh did you guys want to say anything else before we move on to the last last question? Paranormal okay. activity. Okay. So last question um before we wrap things up this week um because this is coming out on Halloween. Because it's Halloween today. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, oh, time traveled again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask the final question for this week. Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? And you would start you this relay one? that to us? You start this one, Jeff. I have had a paranormal encounter. It was, uh, it was very interesting. I was um, driving home from work one night, and I was driving past a gated community. It was, it was like... 2 or 3 a.m. I was driving past a gated community and the gate was closed and as I was driving by there was a little girl like in a in a in a Easter dress you know like a yeah. nice frilly full Easter dress and a big frilly floppy hat just skipping back and forth but like in front of the gate just back and forth and then I drove by I'm like, wait, did I really just see that? And then I looked back, and she was gone. Huh. Yeah. So. Hmm. Some little chick hid in the bushes and freaked you out. <laughs> <laughs> and she remembers the look on your face to this day. <laughs> How many years ago was this? Oh, it was probably three, four years ago. Three, four years ago. Yeah, she's she's like, telling she's stories like in school. middle school now, yeah. <laughs> you can't believe this fat fuck that I pulled. <laughs> The look on his face. I think I almost gave him a fucking heart attack. You should have seen him almost slam on the brakes. <laughs> what a fuck. <laughs> Idiot. No, that's actually, that's really creepy. <laughs> All right, All right, JD, you, got you want me? Want me to go? Yeah, I mean, if you got a bad one, I'll follow it up with some good ones. Like, <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he already doesn't like my story. I need counseling. No, I love these. These are my um, favorite. We could do a whole podcast right. just telling paranormal now, I am, stories. I got to tell you this right now. I wouldn't make this up. I am super skeptical. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even... I don't think there are spirits. Christopher Hitchens is on your Rushmore. You don't need yeah, to really exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't really have to say much. <laughs> but this this legit happened, and I it's I cannot explain it. Um, when I lived in a house here, mm-hmm. uh, everything was normal in the house. But one day after a hurricane, the vent got ripped off the roof, so we had to cover it with a tarp. Mm-hmm. So, but it made the AC in the ceiling stay there. It got stuck. Right. So the temperature wasn't regulated. It got cold. Ceiling would creak. You know, because of the cold air. Right. Which was fine. But one night I woke up middle of the night and 
the creaking was going on all in my room. And it was loud. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? This is like abnormally loud. Maybe the AC's turned up or something. It's a cool night. That's right. what I'm thinking. So I get up, though, to go to the bathroom. So I walk over to the bathroom. And when I got out of my room, I realized it was only my room. The rest of the house was dead silent. Whoa. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, now I'm getting, I'm actually getting like chills right now just remembering this damn story. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. I walk into the bathroom, shut the door. And all of a sudden, I heard the creaking slow down. I could hear it from like around the corner. Yeah. In my room, still going. All of a sudden, it was like creak, creak, creak. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. All of a sudden, creak, 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 right down the hallway. It fucking followed it you. It came into the fucking bathroom. Okay. <laughs> and it's creak, 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 creak. I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, it went creak, 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 right above my head, and wham! Like something punched the ceiling, and the creaking stopped. And I'm like. What the fuck? Like my bowels evacuated. Fortunately, <laughs> I was on a toilet. God, I, I was like shit in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Wow, what the fuck? It's a so, good thing you were sitting there. Yeah, the I was like, oh my god. Oh, so I got up, finished my stuff, went into my room. I'm just ran in my room. I'm like, all right, it's just the ceiling being weird. But then I realized the creaking was still not going. It it, it was silent again. And all of a sudden, I'm laying in my bed, and I hear. Creek, 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 right down the damn hallway, right back into my room, Jeez. and my room's going crazy again, and I'm like, what the shit is this? And all of a sudden, it went creak, 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 wham, right above my head in my room, and stopped, didn't creak the rest of the night. Did you check to see if your brothers were there? <laughs> no, there was no, there was, it was a small crawl space. Oh. Sean was actually, Sean was actually asleep in my room at that time. Why didn't you wake him the fuck up? I, and could, like, I didn't want to. I was dude, just like, no, I'm done. Dude. I'm, I'm not dragging anyone else into this. Uh. But it go, it gets better because I proved that it was following me alone. So there was only one section of the house that had the attic. The rest of it was just a roof. There was right. no like crawl space or anything. So uh, actually it was Ashley okay. who was over. And I told her about it. I'm like, it was creaking like crazy. And I wasn't on that side of the house, which is typically when the creaking went crazy is when I wasn't on that side of the house. I'm like, all right, just watch this. Just just watch. This thing follows me. And she mm-hmm. was like, all right. So I walked down to the end of the hallway, and she was on the other end. And there was no attic waiting. So I walked down, and I stopped. And I'm like, all right, now wait. And she was like, okay. And then creak, 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 right on down the hallway, and it stopped above my head. And she was like, well, maybe it's because of your weight and the floor and everything. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a Fuck great you, yeah. I was like, that's a great idea. Come on down the hallway. Stand next to me for a moment. So she does. She walks down the hallway, comes next to me, stops. Nothing. I waited a solid minute waiting. Um, nothing. No noise. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go over to the laundry room right over there. So I walked over to the laundry room, stood there for a moment. I'm like, give it a few seconds. All of a sudden, right above her head, it started and walked right down, right over to me. Stop. And she was like, what the fuck? She got out. <laughs> she ran away. And it was like that the rest of the time we lived there. It would just follow me in that section of the house. I have wow. no idea what the hell that was. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> and, the, and when it punched the ceiling, like, I'm serious. It was loud. It like, wham, like someone punched the ceiling. Wow. Yeah. That All freaks right. me out. That I have no idea. That is as fuck. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on that. No. Damn. Damn. Yeah. All right. Let's see you beat that, Ryan. Uh, I won't beat it. <laughs> Might tie it. I don't know. So, uh, back in high school, uh, a few of my friends and I got into the whole graveyard bullshit. Okay. We like to go to graveyards in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. Not necessarily for paranormal, but because we thought we were edgy and cool, and it was creepy as fuck, regardless yeah. of paranormal or not. Graveyards at night are creepy. Um, we had a few experiences, of which I won't go into, because like I said, we could fill an entire podcast with me telling paranormal stories. Right. Uh, a few experiences at this one called Crooked Mile. Um, we ended up going one time to where my grandfather is buried, and I went over to 
where I thought his gravestone was. All I remembered from, hadn't been there in a couple of years. All I remember was that there were two palm trees that jut out and he was by the side of the road. Cause my grandpa did not want to pay for one inside the, like too far into the graveyard. Cause they were more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> he was not part of the Jewish mafia. <laughs> he was Irish as fuck. So, uh, he, so I go over, we're with these friends. I'm with these friends and, um, we walk over to two palm trees. I look down. It's not my grandpa, grandfather's grave. So I hear a cricket chirping. One, we live in Florida. There's crickets, there's chirping, there's right. everything. I hear one in this entire graveyard, and for some reason I felt obligated to follow it. Were you with us? You went to Crooked Mile at least, JD. No? Uh, no, I didn't go into it. I know you guys went. You invited me to go. You didn't go? I didn't ever okay. actually go. So this isn't Crooked Mile, but we, we, I, I walk over to where I hear the cricket chirping. When I get to exactly where the cricket's chirping, it stops. I, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they do. I'm standing mm-hmm. on my grandfather's grave. Well, next to it. Well, not walking on any graves. Um, but I'm standing right next to my grandfather's grave. And I looked down, my friends came over, I introduced them. Hey, you know, these are my friends, blah, blah, blah. I love you, Grandpa. I really miss you a lot. And I see the flowers in his vase swaying in the wind. I realize there's no wind. Oh. And I look around, and there's palm trees everywhere. Nothing's moving, just his flowers. And we left, and that was um, not scary. Mm. It was... Right. But... Uh, my cousin Chris was in town from New York, and I had another friend, Jason, and they wanted to do the crazy graveyard stuff. Said I've had some experiences. Let's go to my grandfather's grave. Uh-huh. So we go. Every we feel safe. We feel not like freaked out where we're near my grandpa. Right. Um. We walk a little bit farther, and we start to feel eerie. Okay. We're standing on the edge of where we start to feel creeped out and where we feel safe. And we're standing, or my cousin goes to sit on a bench, and I think, stop, that's a child's gravestone. And we look, and it was a child, seven years old, he died. And there's little toy cars all around. And we're standing there talking around his grave, and we see a toy car roll. Huh. This freaks us out a little bit, but we're like, it's a child. If it is a, a ghost, maybe he just wants a friend. So I roll it back, and it rolls, and I roll it back. And that was that was it. I thought, okay, I just played with a child ghost. That's weird, but... Right, yeah. Um, we're standing and talking, and my cousin freaks out. Okay. And I'm like, dude, what? He's like, something just touched my shoulder. I was like, you're standing next to a tree. <laughs> like, calm it down, dude. Yeah, calm it down. Yeah. I'll stand there if you're that freaked out, because his back was to the gravestone. Right. Uh, the graveyard. My cousin Chris, by the way, is a shorter fella. Okay. Um, so I'm standing there. I'm like, I'll have my back to it. That's fine. I feel a tug on my back pocket. Jeez, I'm fucked. And that's when we're like, okay, so we're we're exploring around. Sorry, this is going on a little bit. We're exploring around. We see a light off in the distance that blinks off, you know, blinks in, blinks out. It's clearly a ghost, and we have to follow it. So, <laughs> so we start running down. We get all the way down. There's this little dip in a hill, and then like a little circle. And we get all the way down there. We actually get right on top of it. It's a fucking firefly. Weird. Dumbass guys running into this graveyard in the middle of the night chasing a fucking firefly. <laughs> so we start walking back and we hit this curve and it like it goes up the hill and then you turn right and you're walking back to the car and we hear <laughs> uh, fucking Jason <laughs> splash 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 in the puddles in the graveyard and we're like what the fuck we start running. We turn around. We're like, you know what? No, no, fuck this. We're three dudes. If this is like a homeless guy, I have my keys out in my hand. Like I'm going to like punch. Like fucking Wolverine. Yeah. My, my cousin Chris carried mace with him and Jason had a fucking baton. We're taking out homeless people or whoever's going to come after us right now. We hear it get louder. <laughs> splash, splash, splash. Train off in the distance. We hear it come around the corner. Lights up the entire graveyard, which we're Florida. It's flat. Nothing. Nothing in the entire graveyard. 
All right, we're getting the fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> that's that's pretty creepy. Can huh? I yeah. can I get one more? Or? Um, yeah. Please. All right. This, all right. So so, uh, and I swear to God, my house, my mom's house is haunted. Okay. Uh, I don't believe in God, so I swear to Thor. Um, <laughs> my mom's house was haunted. One. Two people died in it. It's in my high school yearbook that you can clearly see this quote. Um, one man died while falling off a ladder in the um, garage and cracked his head and died. The other man was painting a fence uh, right outside the garage, which was also uh, by outside my bedroom window, and he died of a heart attack. So, so both of them happened outside the house. Yeah, the the garage, which by the way, the garage and my room had a parallel wall. All right, so so but they but they both but happened both outside, outside the house. house. Outside the house. So they're not so they're not haunting the house. They're not haunting the house, correct? They're haunting the grounds. Yes. Okay. And in my in my room, um, I never felt comfortable. Okay. I had always assumed I was a chicken shit. And that I just, I didn't like being alone in the dark, whatever it was. I just, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just a nervous person. And I can guarantee that I still am a little bit nervous, but now I'm not nervous about paranormal. I'm nervous about someone breaking into my fucking house. Mm -hmm. But um, back then it was paranormal. And so who knows? Uh, there was one time where I heard the side door that led from the yard to the garage. Uh, it was always locked from the inside, but you could open it from the inside and go out. And I heard it open, or I didn't hear it open, but I heard it slam shut. Okay. And I got freaked out, so I went and woke my stepdad up. I was like, someone's in our garage. <laughs> we go out, we investigate, nothing. Couple weeks, maybe even months go by, and I hear things, I hear tapping on my wall and it's just things moving in the wall i hear creaking not like yours but it's just it's just the house settling in the wind right um one night i hear that thing open and close on the door again all right i'm not waking rich up for this again i look like an idiot uh i hear my mom's car doors open and shut now i'm freaking and about to get up and run down the hall i hear the recycling bins being like you there was a certain sound when you dragged them and you hear the cans rattling in right. there and you hear the plastic. Um, I hear that being dragged and then almost like cans spilling everywhere. So I run and go, Rich, I think there's I think there's raccoons or something. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm hearing noises and he knows I've been awake for long enough and he's he's seeing that this isn't me making it up, this isn't a dream. So we go out there and we check again, door shut, everything's in place. Freaked out. I go, um, out one night a few months later and I come home late at night and the whole night I had felt this weird like feeling like I was high and at the time I wasn't even smoking weed but I can relate back that's how I felt I was high at that moment mm -hmm. and I get back home and all of a sudden like walking through the garage and back into the house my mind cleared all of a sudden and it was late so I'm trying to be as quiet as possible and I'm making myself a bowl of cereal and I hear the door to the garage again it's one of those that you can open it from the inside but it's locked on the outside mm -hmm. and i hear it open and shut and i hear footsteps in the foyer and i think good my stepdad's up i need to ask him a question anyway so i go nothing there and that was the wow. last experience that i personally had in that house before i went to college huh. i uh do, do we got time real quick sure i got i got a couple they're pretty quick yeah. one of them i was about eight i attribute this one to possibly me being tired i'm not sure uh, but it's probably the damn creepiest thing that happened, even worse than the damn creaking in the ceiling for me because of how much it freaked me out. That was because I was like, so little. The other one, I was a teen, you know, I'm 17. This one, I was like seven, eight. 
and I was laying in bed just trying to go to sleep and I rolled over and you know I'm, I'm back against the wall now I had mm-hmm. my back against the room roll over looking out in my room now and I swear there was this dude in a black trench coat with a black hat like checking out my TV like touching it <laughs> and I just laid there staring just watching it right. and he didn't go away I mean I, I blinked real quick nothing he didn't go away I'm like, what the hell? There's some dude in my room looking at my damn TV. What's going on? <laughs> and then he looked over at me, and I shut my eyes. I was like, no, it's, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. I got my eyes closed. My eyes are closed. I fucking open them. He's right here. Oh, like geez, an um... inch from my face looking at me like he was looking at my TV. And I just shut my eyes, and I didn't open them again the rest of the night. I just laid there. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell that was. That freaked me out. Like, I, I just, I don't even know how I laid there with my eyes shut and didn't move. Yeah. I just, the rest of the night, just laid there like that. that Holy fuck. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. And then there was another one. This was recent, actually. This was only three years ago or so in this recent in the house I'm in now, mm-hmm. in my room. I don't know what it was that night, but I couldn't get to sleep yeah. because people were tickling me. Like, I could feel people grabbing at my ribs. And, like, I would wake up. At one point, I remember waking up, and I saw, like, six people over me, like, grabbing really? at me. And I, I kept, like, shoving sheets and stuff. At one point, there was uh, someone in my bed with me, like an old woman in my bed with me. Yeah, And there was, was, like, yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's like The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they just kept messing. The whole night, I didn't sleep hardly at all because these people just kept, like, poking me and tickling me and stuff. I have no idea what that was. Maybe I was just tired having one of those nights. But like I could feel the grabbing at my ribs and my stomach and right. like the, the pushing and the poking. Wow. Yeah, that one was That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Non non paranormal, but our our I was laying in bed. This is back when I was living in Maryland. I was laying in bed and in the middle of the night I wake up with loud Bang! and then the sound like whirring. What the fuck? And I, I sleep naked. So <laughs> this is where I learned my yeah, fight. I, this is where I, I learned my fight or flight uh, response. Yeah. I go running down my stairs going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Scrawny naked white dude. I figure I'm scaring someone out of my house. <laughs> Turns out the ceiling collapsed because we had a busted pipe in it. And oh. It flooded. But that is the day that I learned. <laughs> if some crazy shit is happening to me, I'm not hiding. I'm not running. <laughs> I'm going at it. You're full fighting naked. I'm fighting naked. Someone's going down. You got a gun. Okay. Similar thing happened to me and a friend. We were in my, uh, we we're in the basement chilling, and all of a sudden we heard this bang, bang, bang. I was like, "Oh shit, someone's in the house!" So, like in the basement with us, there was an outside entrance into the basement. So right. I'm like, "Someone just came barreling through that back door. What the fuck?" Yeah. So we sit there for a moment, like, "Shit, what was it? I don't know. I don't hear anything now." All right get something so we look in the room i think like i don't remember we grabbed blunt objects whatever we could to swing <laughs> with and we're like all right we're gonna go through that door we're just gonna go fucking ham okay you ready all right go we go out the door and i'm like don't make noise though like if they don't spot us or something just just like go in there hard just be ready <laughs> we go in and we're ready we're like we're pre-swinging around every corner yeah like one of the shelving things collapsed <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that's how we'll end it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I that. Give you the creepiness and then end it on, hey, we're all fucked. <laughs> all right. Well, I do want to thank JD for joining us this week. Thank, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me, guys. Me, and uh, as always, thank you, Ryan. 
And, uh, yeah, I'm Ryan now. Yeah, you are. I have an identity. Ooh, you do. You're, you're named I'm, st- I'm still number. at Tycho Rezinski on Twitter. still at Tycho Rezinski. <laughs> and I still have only 30 porn account followers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find us online, facebook.com slash untitled nonsense, twitter.com slash un underscore podcast, soundcloud.com slash macabre dash prods, uh, youtube.com user macabre prods. There you go. And, uh, and I, I'm now an, an ad. Uh, I can edit our, our UN page. You are an admin on the Facebook page yeah, now. Yeah. So get ready for the shit storming that's about to happen. <laughs> I'm going to shit post all of the Marvel memes. I can't wait myself. All right. So we will, uh, we will be back next week with an episode right before the election. Yeah. This will. <laughs> We'll have two more episodes of talking about politics the way that we have been. Yeah. And, uh, and then it'll be the, done. The, the pre-election and the post-election. Yep. And, and then, then we mm. can just make fun of President Trump for the rest of the four years. Oh, I fucking hope not. Oh, gosh. I fucking hope not. Dear gosh, don't uh, don't you put that evil on us. It makes me sick thinking about both of them. There's a guy that's predicted the last 30 years, and he still says Trump. And they came back after Trump's made all those remarks, and they said, you still want to keep your vote for Trump? And he goes, I'll double down on it. Oh, don't you put that He's evil on us. every single election right for the last 30 years. Yeah, well, there was this college that got one right for like the last 20, and they said it was going to be Bernie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. So all bets are off on this one. Yeah. We're just all fucked this time around. Harry right. Johnson at the fourth tonight. I'm bringing it back. Just Home time. run on the Gary Johnson train. Get just time. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here next week. Later. On an all new Untitled Nonsense.